Emmy Award-winning John Mulaney presents Everybody's in L.A., a special run of six live episodes created by and starring Mulaney that'll stream live on Netflix during the Netflix is a Joke Fest. The comically unconventional show will feature special guests where John Mulaney explores the city of Los Angeles during a week when every funny person is in it. Watch John Mulaney Presents Everybody's in L.A., debuting May 3rd live at 7 p.m. Pacific Time, only on Netflix. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes has arrived in IMAX. This summer, one movie event will reign. It is our time. I stole my village. I know where they're taking your clan. Bend for your king. Never. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Now playing only in theaters. Rated PG-13. Some material may be inappropriate for children under 13. For love in the strangest places Don't you think it's time you confess your love to me? Shining diamonds Oh, I'm sorry You're like <laughs> swaying side to side Like yeah. you're like I'm at the end of it. a concert Whatever you're doing Yes, this is your halo and I'm enjoying it I bet <laughs> <laughs> I don't actually know this song, but... I know you don't. I know you don't. <laughs> I'm enjoying whatever you're giving me. Hey, guys. Welcome back to the podcast. I am... Where the money reside? Where the money reside? Where, Where the, the money, money reside? reside? Where the hey. money reside? What an icon. <laughs> and I am Stevie Wonder. This is The Reed. Thank you for coming back. Yes. Welcome. Um, winding down here on... The absolute shittiest year in existence. Um, love how lots of you are already creating your sweet memes of like, ooh, 2021. Hey, girl, I know you're right around the corner. It's just a different nothing. number. It really doesn't. <laughs> like, it, it doesn't. Uh, uh, I think a sizable chunk of 2021 will also be shit. So absolutely, uh, at least the first five months, you might as well get ready for it. Um, I I don't want to uh, burst your bubble. It's the holidays. I'm sorry, I didn't say that. <laughs> we didn't we didn't talk about it. Never mind. We didn't. We're gonna move on to something positive, like Black Excellence this week. <laughs> Black Excellence goes to two people that I find very interesting. And respect, because they merge two things that I enjoy, hip-hop and Legos. Um, oh. Because of them, we can. I'm reading about Sarita Gates and Randall Wilson. They have founded an amazing studio called Most Incredible, be, uh, where they create Lego art that is infused with hip-hop culture. Now, I actually... Uh, love Legos myself. I haven't like put together a thing in a while, but I've always enjoyed them and found them fun. And I don't know that there are any like 
hip hop style low uh like you know those kits that you can order yeah, and, have and you like build fifteen hundred pieces game of thrones yeah. and shit yep you can <laughs> exactly. you can build like king's landing and all that shit you can all of wakanda yeah that kind of <laughs> yeah <laughs> so it says here that uh sarita uh is from new york queens specifically and has always been influenced by things like Misa Hilton, uh, same. Belly, same. <laughs> so. <laughs> and Mr. Wilson, random, Mr. Wilson. I used to scream that all the time when I was a kid because I, no, never mind. That's not the point. Randall Wilson is from the ATL and fashion his love of hip hop through labels like So So Death. And groups like Organize Noise, they wrote here on the website that I'm reading. So it sounds like they were linked together because they're like, oh, we both stand, you know, being black and hip hop and like some nerdy things. And they created this dope stuff. I've already seen a couple of the pieces. Uh, Some, here's like the NWA logo. They've got like a Grammy here with the old Kanye West teddy bear head on a microphone. Sweeter days. (laughs) <laughs> um, <laughs> don't you remember like, that when we were innocent <laughs> yeah when times were fresh and new yeah. I, um, young Jeezy's uh, snowman here there's lots of stuff I saw some uh, like tribe called quest stuff I think also but anyways I thought that this was dope again you guys know how I love stories like this and I think that you should go and give them a follow on their Instagram. It is Most Incredible Studio. That's the name of their uh, Instagram. And then they also have like a website where apparently you can buy pieces. Oh, um, even better. Right? <laughs> so you don't have to do So it. I don't have to worry about none of that extra. I can go straight to checkout. That's what I'm trying to hear. <laughs> Most Incredible Stud.io. Go and check them out. <laughs> <laughs> I know some you other uses me. for that URL. You're disgusting. You're trash. <laughs> and I hate you. I will be that child. Most incredible stud.io. Legos have Get studs on them. They have studs on them. <laughs> oh, okay. Whatever you So say. go and check them out. Go have some fun. I thought this was really interesting and I love shit like that. So good job, guys. I think they also have what did I read here? Um they have a, a, also a group called the Gates Preserve, which is a multi multimedia company focusing on preserving hip hop through innovative experiences like this. So that the mm. studio is apparently a part of that. So um, kudos, Sarita, Randall, you guys are black on the bomb. Now. Yeah, this is cute. Hey, y'all, this podcast is brought to you by Squarespace. Finding a work-life balance can be tough, okay? If anybody knows, I know. But Squarespace gives you the tools to reach your goals and have time to celebrate. If you don't know, Squarespace is the all-in-one website platform for entrepreneurs to stand out and succeed online. You can use Squarespace to create a website, engage with your audience, and sell anything from products to your time, all in one place. With the new guided design Squarespace Blueprint, you can select from curated layout and styling options to create a personalized website that's optimized for every device and make checkout easy for customers with easy-to-use payment tools. You can accept credit cards, PayPal, Apple Pay, and in certain countries, you can give customers the chance to buy now and pay later with Afterpay and Clearpay. 
And with Squarespace AI, you can explain what your site is about, choose your tone, enter what you need, and get auto-generated text. Y'all know I love Squarespace. I used it to put our website together. This is 3.com. I've also used it on my personal website, crystal.com. And that is because, first of all, it's very easy to use if you ever need to update it. It's simple to log in, make whatever updates you can make or whatever you need to do without knowing any code or anything like that. And it helps me to just stay organized, do everything I need to do. Because you got to have a web presence, okay? It's 2024. You got to have a web pre- web presence. So head on over to squarespace.com for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch, go to squarespace.com slash three to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. Let them know if you're in Crystal sent you. All right, let's get back to the show. Hey, y'all, listen, we all know that life is full of the yada, yada, yada. You know, sometimes you sign up for a contract one place and then in order to get out of it, you got to send a million letters and go up there in person. And it's just a bunch of blah, blah, blah. Like this could have been easier. Okay, we've all dealt with the yada, yada before when companies have those sneaky gotchas hiding deep in fine print or, you know, even bills that just seem to keep going up every month for no dang reason. Or when budget airlines promise a cheap fare, but then they charge you for every little thing until... You might as well have just booked your ticket somewhere else. But it is possible to outsmart the yada yada, like triple checking airline deals and making sure everything you need is already included. So remember, you don't have to take the yada yada in life and you don't have to take it from your wireless provider. Metro by T-Mobile has no contracts, no credit checks, no surprises and not a yada yada. So stop by one of the over 6,000 Metro stores nationwide to sign up today. This week... There are no hot tops. It's the end of the year, and I cranked open the celebrity files earlier today, and oh, the ghetto. I just don't want to. Um, we're going to do <laughs> it is a mailbag. It's this week. My God. Like, <laughs> Jesus alive. I All the even... girls are fighting. It's too much. <laughs> There's just so... I don't want to. I'm not going to do it. So, if you were looking for hot tops this week, Soup, sorry, girl. We're not going to McDonald's today. I'm not pulling over. <laughs> I don't care if you have McDonald's money. Oh, We're not doing it. Triggered. So some other time. Okay. Um. So we're gonna do some um some mail here. Uh, by the way, the only like topics that I did read that I was interested in is apparently Rihanna's uh, going to make a Caribbean cookbook. So I'll shut take up, three. shut up. Is she really? That's what I read on wrap up. Okay. Um, I mean, well, the food in Barbados was incredible. <laughs> so I, work. I will take it. But also that girl is determined to not put out no music. <laughs> At this point, I live. Like I kind of wanted to never put music out again. <laughs> like, just don't do it. She keeps like, finding other shit to do. I love it. <laughs> I live. But as I've said a million times before, Rihanna was once cranking two, three albums out a year. <laughs> so if was, Mama wants yes. to be like, when I'm ready. But I mean, she done did makeup, panties, skincare, regular clothes, fashion, I high like end fur- shit. Furniture? I'm probably making it's that. All, it's all kind of, Fenty is registered to be every kind of brand. So you know what? Yeah. I'm not even mad at it. You fulfilled your contract. You gave us a lot of great songs. You solidified Videos. your place. Right. And yeah. so, yes, if you want to be the Avon lady and the fish plate lady for the rest <laughs> of your life, I am honestly not mad at it. <laughs> Absolutely. Get your money, girl. <laughs> 
Uh, oh, bitch, I just remembered Savage sells uh, panties for the girls. Yeah. By the girls, I mean the guys. Right. I know that you knew that. I, was, <laughs> like, I sure I just... did. <laughs> Everybody knew she sold it for the girls, girls, but she's selling for all the girls. <laughs> yes. Let me get some perfect uh, lingerie. That's right. Rihanna, I can be an ambassador. I'm just saying, like, yes, it's offensive that them. I wasn't. You should be asked, getting them panties but... for free. I'm just, you know, that's how I feel. But yeah. on your time, girl, I'm just here for whatever you're doing. <laughs> um, also, another thing I found interesting that I read is that apparently, well, this is the headline. I went to people.com. This is how desperate I was to find something for Hot Tops to talk about. Oh, I went to white people. I did. I did. <laughs> I said, let me dip in. Whitepeople.com. <laughs> yeah. I said, let me go and see what the Sarah Jessica Parkers are doing. Nothing. <laughs> Literally nothing. <laughs> Having babies, <laughs> having babies and being maskless. Okay, but I did read um, a headline that says Lady A knew their name change was going to alienate some fans. Lady oh, A being yeah. formerly known as Lady, Lady Antebellum. Antebellum. Of course they and did. Bitch, I. <laughs> I cackle. A, the fact that they changed their name. B, the fact that their name was Lady Antebellum. C, the fact that they knew... The fact that they have alienated some fans. And D, the fact that they knew it would happen. That's so great. It's like lovely to me. They took that name... Almost like they didn't research that there was already a black woman artist going by the name of Lady A. So that started a whole nother wave of bullshit. Oh, great. Because they, because they changed their name from something that was like blatantly slavery and then overtook <laughs> yeah. some black woman who already had that name. So it was like, you're literally being colonizers right now. Like, do you, you're repeating history. This is, so this now is what you're pissing do. off yeah. black people and your fans who were like deeply devoted to the racism. Slavery so. ended, <laughs> but we still own you. It's giving like, it's who has been rights. been a mess for that group. It really has. And you know, I, as somebody from the country, I have heard Lady Antebellum's music and I don't hate all of it, but I like some of their music too. I can't can't like i just literally cannot let y'all impede on a black woman like that even if i had not heard of her before this i just can't let that slide like it don't mean nothing because it does <laughs> just call herself lady or just change the whole last how name. did you not google lady a artist to see if there was somebody all right. going by that <laughs> nobody googled her. oh lord but you know they lost some fans i'm sure taylor swift lost some fans because they have been deeply MAGA and she has been deeply not. So if Good white people, if all white people have to say about 2020 is they lost some fans, then, you know, <laughs> that is all right. <laughs> it's like, how, how is it that y'all on one hand, white people would be like, this, this is the, you know, the, the root of America. This is our history. <laughs> they they want to like erase our culture and what the country stands for and blah, blah, blah. And then on the other hand, when we talk about that part of history from our perspective, it's like, mm -hmm. what are you talking about? I don't know. I've never, that wasn't in my history, but like, girl. It cannot it, be both, girl. <laughs> like when you're saying that this is a part of like American history, black people are not disagreeing with you, bitch. Like we're saying, yes. It is mm -hmm. part of our history, too. Yes. The difference is, 
our part sucked. American history Big time. is trash, girl. And there's literally what? no point in American history where it's not trash. So, like, what, what do you want? Oh, to... the whites. The Whips whites. and chains, probably. Probably, okay. yeah. Letter time. Um, I will begin here with an update. At, well, a response, rather, to... The young lady who, I believe it was the young lady, who wrote in and said uh, that her MAGA boss was uh, making them come to the office. Oh, yeah, in Washington. What was her name? I don't remember. Okay. But um, doesn't matter. This is from Jenny. Jenny says, hey, all, invest- investigative white woman here, hoping that my nosy ass can be of some help. Your caller, Samara. There it is. Thanks, Samara. Jen. Amen. This week said she was in Washington State and her white, let's be real, probably Trump supporter. I mean, I, didn't she flat out say she was a Trump supporter? Oh, no, she said she was a COVID denier. So, so yes. yes. So, yes, <laughs> right. she did. She's either a Trump supporter or a Umar supporter. Or both. Or both. Because <laughs> she could be both. <laughs> Okay, and her white boss is making her work in the office. This is 100% against the governor's orders. Inslee, is this their gov? What's the governor of Washington's name? Oh, probably Inslee. Didn't he run for president for a brief minute and then he realized that nobody cared? That sounds. That sounds <laughs> I'm dead ass. Jay Inslee. Yeah, yeah that's the governor. That's name. him, governor of Washington. That's right. <laughs> I Googled him and this man is sitting somewhere very um, court esque with a very. <laughs> classy mask on his yes, face. Yes, he does. <laughs> the doll wants it to be done. She's over it. Yeah. Um, okay. So, Jenny says, um, Inslee's not here for it. No, his stay home, stay health pro- proclamation mandates that if a, ju- if a job can be done from home, employers must allow employees to do so. Nice. Not that her dumbass boss probably cares, but she can report this demon to the state. The only people required to work in person are those who, quote, have to be physically present and their work has a direct connection to the health and safety of persons or property. Based on the governor's stay home, stay healthy proclamation, employees who do not serve in such roles are required to telework, unquote, end quote. I don't remember which one it is. (laughs) Then she says, receipts here with a link to the good work that, um, <laughs> you know, th- Washington that, that she doing. got from the government. <laughs> right. And I am sure this has been shared by handfuls of other folks who live in Washington, but Inslee is not playing around with this virus and her employer is breaking the law. Thanks so much. Love the show. Jenny. And there were a lot of, e- like, a lot of emails <laughs> in the inbox when I looked today that were like, reporter, get her out of here. Throw her in jail. <laughs> a lot of them. So, oh, good. there you I'm go, I'm not girl. mad at that at all. Because Lord knows I did not know the laws, but glad to see that Inslee is not with the dumb shit. Right. Okay. Do you want me to do another one? Um, I can read a real letter if you want. Okay. Okay. This oh, so one, minor fake? Do what? So my, my, my letter reading is fake? No, I meant like what no, you read I know wasn't. You okay, yeah. so update, you're being yeah, a nigger. Yeah. Great. Yeah, <laughs> okay, well, I found the most ghetto letter I possibly could in the inbox just for you guys as a little Christmas treat. <sighs> Thank you so much. <laughs> I am also excited. All right. It says, my name is Ty. I am 22 years old and I'm originally from Jersey, but I now live in Atlanta. 
I've been dating my boyfriend for a year and some change now. He turned 35 on Thanksgiving and we decided to spend it in Miami because his mother was having her wedding there the next day. Work. Because of the pandemic, we were hesitant about traveling, but his mom really wanted us to come, so we went. Now, his mother and I haven't had the best relationship, but Not over him. the last couple of months, I felt like it was starting to improve. However, that all fell apart on the wedding day. <laughs> Not all day. His mom wanted all the girls to come to her suite to help her get ready for the wedding. And that was no problem for me because I was just thankful she invited me. I was getting her water, making sure the makeup lady wasn't fucking up, making sure she's not sweating, directing the photographer, basically handling everything she needed. She had a maid of honor? You know, girl, uh, this is a sidebar here. I've noticed that girlfriends who are desperate will literally (laughs) do anything to fit in with the boyfriend's family. It's true. So... After the wedding, everybody was at the table eating, drinking, and having a great time. My boyfriend sat on my right side, and his brother stood on the left side of me. However, his brother was yelling all the way down to the other side of the table trying to talk to another brother of theirs. I (laughs) politely—so her boyfriend was on her right, and then her boyfriend—okay. I'm sorry, go ahead. I politely said, yo, can you move her back up? Because you're yelling in my ear and it's uncomfortable. (laughs) He said, I'm going to talk the way I want to. I bet he did. And because I don't tolerate disrespect, I told him to stop being disrespectful because I didn't do nothing to him. He then started yelling with his bird ass chest all puffed up like he was finna do something. (laughs) So I stood up and I started yelling right back at him. My boyfriend then got up to hold me back and protect me and try to calm me down. Right then, his mother and her new husband came over to take the problem child away. And in the middle of me trying to explain to her what happened, she said, be quiet and stop talking about it. So that really had me OD pissed. Then she turns around and said to me, you did this. Yeah. After that, I blacked out and I saw nothing but rage. (laughs) I felt very hurt, disrespected, betrayed, and shocked that that came out of her mouth. Next thing I knew, me and my boyfriend were being escorted out of the reception. Not And I grabbed a bottle of liquor from the bar on our way out, yelled, fuck you, and flipped a table in the hotel lobby. I didn't mean to go all Real Housewives of Atlanta on her. I was just very angry and I couldn't control my emotions. The next thing I remember is me and a towel walking around a ho- walking around the hotel looking for my boyfriend who was fighting his brother in the stairwell. Yes, ma'am. I had a panic attack when I saw all the blood in the stairwell. And next thing I knew, we were getting kicked out of the hotel by the police. And we had to sleep on the cold, hard airport floor work now i honestly regret cursing out my boyfriend's mother and acting a fool at the reception (laughs) i've owned up to my mistakes and i apologized i feel terrible about my reactions and i wish i could have done it differently oh how do i get back on good terms with my boyfriend's mother (laughs) i would go to her church where she's a pastor and try to talk to her 
but I'm probably banned from the church because she's made it clear that I'm not allowed at her house. <laughs> not banned from the church. Do y'all have any advice on how to get back on her good side or how to calm down in situations like this so that I don't react so crazy again? Anything would help. Thanks for reading. Love you guys. Ty. Okay. Hold on. I'm going to go pick up my burrito from outside. <laughs> oh, oh, my God. And then we will come back. Right. I'm... <laughs> I'm just imagining, like, <laughs> that's right. I'm imagining her going to the church and then <laughs> kicking her out. So, not even like when she go get to the church and before she even actually get inside, she got they, they got her picture on the door. That's oh my god! <laughs> like this Vegas woman, when you still <laughs> is not allowed on the front. <laughs> Woo! Yeah. Um. Ties in a pickle. Well, um, yikes. I don't, <laughs> I don't see Mom Dukes being a fan for a while. <laughs> um, <laughs> that's probably going to be Correct. rocky for a little Correct. bit. Correct. <laughs> um, this is one of those like really big silly miscommunications. <laughs> I mean, it is. It literally is because it's like if somebody's hollering in your ear and stuff like that, likely their intent is not to you know make you uncomfortable or damage your eardrums or anything like that. But there's nothing wrong with asking them to stop. You know, so yeah, it's just one of those things where sometimes someone keeps it real with you and then things go wrong, right? You know, and it is sort of what it is. I think that I would probably, if I was, if I was you, maybe I would like, I don't, is this old of me? I was going to say like, write her a letter, email. I don't know. Like oh, no, I would probably. mama would probably appreciate a letter. Yeah. I think I would write a letter to her apologizing uh, profusely and um, taking accountability for my part in it. And then give her like a cute gift, you know, like something mm. not wild, but something that she would likely like or oh, yeah. something she'd enjoy, something cute or something like that. And I wouldn't expect that to be like, oh, now we're cool. Because she's probably still going, she might throw the shit away. But at least, I mean, like, yeah, at least... At least you can say that you made a genuine effort and like more of an effort than a lot of other people probably would have made in similar circumstances. So I think that 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 would be like what I would try to do now and hopefully maybe facilitate a conversation with her at a different time through your boyfriend. Um, but yeah, I, I don't know really what else you could do. Like, this kind of shit happens all of the fucking time. You know what I'm saying? It, it, like, the fuck the part. Because they're going to be brothers forever. Like, those are going to be her kids until the end of time. Facts. So they can punch each other in the face in a stairwell or not. That's always going to be his brother. Whereas <laughs> you, like... Oh, God, the truth. You, you know what I'm saying? You be a girlfriend... Like, no shade. You're replaced. Like, you could not be his girlfriend. Right. So, it's a lot of girls been his girlfriend. <laughs> Right. So, like, it, there's not as much obligation from someone like his mom or any other relative to, 
get in your good graces or something, unless you're pregnant or some shit like that or whatever. Um, and even then, they'll still hate and you. And even love, then, right? they can, right. <laughs> like, right. They're still going, they're going to talk bad about you too to grandchild. So it's like, I would say do your best. Like I said, I'd write a letter and probably try to give her a small gift and at least then you made an effort and hopefully she will take that into account moving forward. But I wouldn't expect much. Yeah. Um. <laughs> so first of all, I agree with Kifira. You know, get her something from her favorite discount department store like Kohl's or whatever <laughs> else. I'm just saying a lot of Annie's really love Kohl's and it's nothing wrong with Kohl's. Kohl's actually <laughs> do be having the deals. They do. They do. I mean, yeah. They do. But if you get her something from Kohl's or Pennies or whatever, make sure you include a gift receipt so she can take it back and get, get, get a gift card if she wants to. Facts. <laughs> make sure you include the gift receipt. <laughs> Absolutely. Just in case you don't like it, I think that's the very first step um, towards even if she... things between the two of you. Because even if she twists up her nose at whatever gift, as she peeped that gift receipt, she's going to be like, oh, okay. Well, uh, so I'm finna at least go the bitch considered all. I'm going to go get me right. a gift card. <laughs> Just, but I can't say the bitch ain't think of all things. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> at least she considered that. Take this right. shit right back to Crate and Barrel and scoop something else off that I want. Exactly. Also, I mean, the fact that you're 22 and your boyfriend is 35, I'm just a little disturbed. Oh, I didn't even. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just a little disturbed by that. Because uh, that is a giant gap in age, is a giant gap in <laughs> maturity and understanding of the world and all that sort of thing. So, right, nigga, I thought you and the brothers were like the same age range. I don't Probably know about that like, younger brother. <laughs> some of the, I don't know how this should be like completely flat over my head. So she is 22 years old. This nigga is 35. Yeah, yeah, and they've been together for over a year. So. I'm just concerned about a 34-year-old nigga pushing up on a 21-year-old girl. But, um, you know, I, uh, okay. if that's right, if that's how you feel, then that's how you feel. But if it matters, yeah. then I want you to take that into consideration. Like, this nigga has a vested interest in grooming you to be the type of woman he wants. But let me tell you something. At the same time, if 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 the kids are fighting at the wedding, bitch, and in the hotel stairwell, and the police... <laughs> With blood in the stairwell. The police had to come down to the W. Like, it's giving love and hip-hop. Like, it, age may not matter. Because everyone might W, be. you're being generous. You meant down to the Ramada. <laughs> And it's fine. It's nothing wrong with staying at the Ramada. It's nothing wrong at the Holiday Inn or a motel. I have stayed at all of those and enjoyed myself. But let's be very honest about this. Okay. So (laughs) it literally, so it doesn't necessarily have to make a difference. I'm just saying when I heard the age difference between y'all, I was like, ooh, yikes. Wait a minute. Like that. Something about that feels a little... Yeah, that's a pretty big age. You know, uncomfortable to me. I also feel like you have got to learn how to manage your anger more effectively. Mm. Because although I can... (laughs) (laughs) I can understand being mad in these situations, but I can't understand reacting the way you did. I can't. I, I mean, can't understand cussing somebody out at my boyfriend's mama's wedding. And I can't understand taking a bottle of liquor from the bar on the way out and flipping oh, the I table. Can. Okay, <laughs> No, I just would not. As mad as I am, if I have any respect for my boyfriend or his mother, I'm not going to do that. If somebody pisses me off, I will just... <laughs> 
If somebody pissed me off, I will just leave. And I have a feeling that bottle you took from the bar on the way out is the reason why you don't remember much in between the reception and getting to the hotel where you then showed up in a towel and found them niggas with blood in a stairwell. I have a feeling you took most of that bottle to the head. Let me tell you something. I was just going to say that because I, I absolutely would have scooped up a nice bottle of Moet as I'm being dragged out. And as soon as I get back to my hotel room, I'm facing it. So it's like, I, I just. If I was 22, yes, I would have done that, too. But I am older tomorrow. than you and your man. So I'm trying to tell y'all. As somebody who has been through a lot of very drunk shenanigans and can only remember like mm. 32% of them, yeah. <laughs> I feel like you got to get a hold of your anger if not your drinking. You got to get a hold of the way you react to stuff. I agree. I think that like, in the, although I <laughs> understand, um, I likely would have just gotten up when he was aggravating me with the yelling and moved Mm -hmm. rather than addressing him and not because addressing him about it would have been out of bounds, but just considering the fact that I'm again, the girlfriend or boyfriend and I'm here with this motherfucker's face. Like I don't, I'm going to try at all costs to avoid any sort of issue with this man's family if I can. So in a situation like that, I, I would have gotten back up. I understand you getting angry especially like women i mean men like hollering in the faces of women mm-hmm. and so like i i get how it got turned up i completely do not ideal of course but i agree with uh, with crystal like you have to have a cap you have to have uh like i said a couple of weeks ago like a lot of shit just ain't worth it there are many times where i've wanted to punch somebody square dead in the face but i don't want to sleep in jail i want to <laughs> sleep in my bed i want to sleep in my i'm telling you like i dead ass be like i want to go to bed tonight when i go <laughs> you know yeah. what i'm saying like especially if i'm in a situation where i'm drinking dancing and like exerting all this energy i don't want to sleep in jail i want to go home <laughs> so it's like you have to be able to just have the ability to check out of a possible incident and situations where you can. Because now, look, this lady mama don't like you. I mean, this boy mama don't like you. <laughs> and, you know, the brothers got bloody you know, some WrestleMania shit in the stairwell and it's all bad. It sounds like a Nivea song, so I live. But, okay. like, maybe not again. <laughs> you want to not. <laughs> right. I think you would you would want to not. And with all the normal caveats of... This was clearly a medium to large wedding and you niggas had it during a pandemic and there's just nothing even remotely (laughs) responsible about that. (laughs) If this woman is a real Christian and you show up at church, then she is at the very least going to chill. At the very she's least. Gonna be, at the very but she's going to be in that damn, she gonna be in that damn pulpit talking <laughs> cash. She's like, mama's going to be up on the stage like, the Lord is telling me that some of the kids in, in here don't know how to control their mouths, Jesus, mm. today. Like, <laughs> and that's God. true. That's true. But I would get up and I would be like, the spirit is telling me that it's some grown ass niggas in here who don't know how to stop themselves from having an indoor wedding during a panorama. See, this is why you're not allowed on the premises. Yep. This is why they're going to have your picture on the front door. (laughs) I'm going to make it worse. Don't listen to me, sis. I related with you on scooping up that bottle. (laughs) Mama, 
<laughs> Mama here is directing you to stand up in the midst of church service. Uh, okay, <laughs> and, so that, yes. I give a direct rebuttal. I to but her that's, subliminal but preaching. That's because I feel like if she's doing the most with you, she, then she's not really all that much of a pastor. No, I want her to do it. Don't get me wrong. <laughs> <laughs> like, that sounds amazing, but. Just I just I just think, you know, probably what Kid Fury said from the very beginning is the safest way to go. Send her a gift, write a very uh, heartfelt and sincere apology in the card that you send along with it, along with the gift receipt. And <laughs> and let her make the next the next move. And the next time you find yourself in a situation like this, like you said, you felt disrespected because the brother wouldn't stop yelling in your ear. Although that's understandable. If he said, I'm going to do what I want to anyway, then I would have turned to my man and been like, you can either switch me places so that's not in my ear, <laughs> or I can call an Uber and go back to the hotel. It's literally up Facts. to you. Facts. Like, you can just handle this more maturely. I mean, and you're 22, so. <laughs> but you can handle this more maturely than deciding to yell back at that nigga and then stealing a bottle on the way out and flipping a table. <laughs> I would have looked at that nigga the same way that you looked when you did. Adam yeah. is three years old. Three years old. Like, I would have turned to that nigga and directly been like, well, <laughs> okay. I mean, girl, I don't know what you want me to do because right. I'm not doing anything about it. So Yeah, exactly. I can that. go. So uh, best of luck to you, Ty, as you figure out the situation with your potential future mother-in-law. <laughs> Good luck. Best of luck. Um, so this letter comes from Ron. He says, Dear Crystal and Kid Fury, much like a lot of people during this fuck-ass panorama, my best friend created an OnlyFans. I'm fully... <laughs> oh, God. I forgot what this letter was about, and then I was, was shocked by the end of that sentence. <laughs> Were you? <laughs> like, I didn't read it already. Okay, I'm fully supportive of anyone's approach to OnlyFans and owning their sexuality, but here's my problem. It has turned him into an egotistical shell of himself. Whenever we talk, it's all about him and his activities, pawn the OF. I'm assuming that was your way of letting pond me know you're only- from the islands. <laughs> yes, yeah, that's for you to know. Yeah, your brother. <laughs> how he has edited, how he has to edit all this footage. Who's trying to link up to film? How many people want him, etc. It's all he ever talks about. Everyone in my social group has started side hustles and fields that they excel in, but my friend downplays everyone else's to talk about his or gives unsolicited useless advice. <laughs> I brought it up slightly to him, and he half-joked about me being a hater. Do you guys have any advice on how I can break it to him that he's changed lovingly? Uh, lovingly, no, I don't. <laughs> I don't have yeah, any don't advice either. for saying this lovingly. Um, I mean, I don't know. It's kind of hard to be like, I understand that you like making money as a hoe and I'm not mad at it, but mm-hmm. other people have things going on in their lives too. Right. And maybe if your friend is that type, then you can just say it straight like that. But it's not even really about the OnlyFans. It's about that he has something new and now he can't talk about nothing else, which is understandable. Right. You know, it's something new and it's important to you, but I would treat it the same way I would any other situation. Like, so happy for you. However, right now I'm talking about the fact that I just graduated summa cum laude or whatever, you know, like, right. just bring it back to whatever it is you're talking about if you don't feel comfortable being like, nigga, shut up. 
Yeah, that's facts. Yeah. That's very true. I think that I would I would probably do something like that as well. Like I would start dropping subtle hints that are giving like super happy for your follower count or you know whatever that is but like anyway i would definitely do something like that to try and make it clear um and then if he doesn't pick up the hints i would then directly be like so look maybe you need to have a snickers because when you don't <laughs> like <laughs> isn't that the commercial i don't remember how it goes but yeah, you're not yourself when you're hungry, and you're not yeah, yourself exactly. when you're no longer horny. I don't really know, but however yeah. you need to word it. <laughs> you're getting my damn nerves. I need to come down. <laughs> like nobody's mad at you. Super fun. Um, all of all in support of that. But girl, like you ain't Dina Jones, bitch. So <laughs> <laughs> like we gonna clap hands for your OnlyFans, mm-hmm. and we would you know appreciate if you would clap hands for our promotion or our marriage or our graduation something the mm-hmm. fuck else like don't nobody give a fuck that you and and fucking chino black or or 850 bdt and linked up to go <laughs> <laughs> no i don't know what those things mean i don't know what that means <laughs> i'll be cracking myself so much. um <laughs> you do friend <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. I would just be like, look, girl, great, but like you're kind of turning into an asshole. Like, girl, like, I think it's also a symptom of social media celebrity. I don't know what I just did with those words, but you know, like when some (laughs) someone like gains traction or any sort of following or, you know, even if they don't really have a strong following, but they feel like they are curating content. They start to approach life like Bella Thorne or somebody. Like, honey. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. Who they almost, like, they almost scooped Bella Thorne up okay, off the street the other day. Because how and I she? Like, what is your problem, sis? <laughs> what the fuck is your problem? I don't anyway. even know what she did other than starting an OnlyFans when it wasn't okay for celebrities to do that. I don't know anything else about her. I don't know what she does in real life. I figure she's an actress. Maybe she was on that vampire movie, Twilight. Maybe she was on that. Because yeah, Bella Thorne sounded like the name of an actress who was on Twilight. But Bella Thorne like, sounded like the, a character that was in Twilight. Perhaps. I literally, I mean, I never saw Twilight. So, or Fifty Shades of Grey, maybe it's that. I don't know where she's from. But what I will say is, like, I don't, unless, I have a feeling... <clears throat> I'll say that. I have a feeling that your friend is not very used to a lot of wins or Mm. feeling like he is succeeding in any particular way. And of course, there's nothing Mm. wrong with that. We all come to that feeling whenever we come to it. So I would be gentle. Like, I think you can be gentle about it while still being honest. And And there's no way to say things where you guarantee you don't hurt somebody's feelings. Sometimes you're going to say something and it's just going to hurt their feelings. It's all about how you say it and how you engage with them afterwards. If you want to continue to be his friend, but to have a friend, you have to be a friend and he has to be a friend while the rest of y'all are being a friend and supporting him. He has to be a friend with you and your shit too. So I would just be like, my nigga, I understand that you're excited and you're probably making more on OnlyFans this year than the rest of us have made all of our lives put together. And truly, I'm happy for you. (laughs) 
But we have other shit going on, too. You know, like you have to care about us, too, sis. It can't just be your fan club. Like, we're not your fans. <laughs> we're your friends. <laughs> right. I agree. Well, good luck. Okay. Uh, What's his name? Ron. Ron. All right. Well, yes. Good luck to you, Ron. Uh, we're talking to your friend. Our next letter comes from Martine, who says, I'm a 25-year-old lesbian in a long-term relationship with my girlfriend of six years. The next step Damn. for us was marriage. Yeah, since 19. <laughs> the next step for us was marriage, and I have a feeling she is going to propose very soon, but I'm not able to get fully excited because her parents do not acknowledge me whatsoever. Oh, hell, more parent drama. She came out to her dad two years ago, her mom shortly after that, and then her whole family right after that via Facebook. Her father got upset that she told the family because he was embarrassed, but they still help her with graduate school. However, they completely ignore my existence. He was embarrassed. You know, that his daughter was a lesbo. Oh, God. Sometimes my girlfriend is on the phone with her parents while I'm in the car too. And when she mentions that I'm with her, they brush right past it without so much as a hello, knowing that I can hear them the whole time. When we're with other members of her family, her parents call and carry on a lengthy conversation while never once acknowledging me. They even want her to travel all around this earth during the pandemic because they aren't happy that she'll be quarantined for Christmas with me and my mom, who honestly loves my girlfriend more than me. <laughs> That's a little sad, but. Oh, that happens. <laughs> it does. Big time. It does. Yeah. It causes me a lot of anxiety because I'm worried she'll reach a breaking point when she tells them her plans to marry me and somehow I'll get blamed for it when they stop speaking. What? I can't tell if her parents don't like me specifically or if they're still grappling with her sexuality. But after six years, I just want to finally be happy with my baby and get my damn ring. But I don't want this on my conscience. My question is, should I tell my girlfriend that we should hold off on getting engaged and wait for more progress with her family? Or do we keep it moving? <clears throat> Sorry. Do we keep it moving forward with our lives regardless of how they feel? Thanks, Martine. We got man. Fuck that <laughs> go ahead and move on with your fucking plans and let the shit you know let the chips fall where the fuck they may first of all your girlfriend is gonna need to be the one who's gonna step much like we just said to to homegirl who should have turned to her right or whatever nigga was sitting and said <laughs> this one's on you this is you this one's for you like oh, your girlfriend God. needs to do the exact same thing y'all want to get married you want to spend the rest of your life together you want to do all of that stuff you shouldn't have to reconsider or postpone or whatever the fuck because some people are being weird like that ain't got nothing to do with you mm -hmm. i personally doubt it has it, it isn't you know that they don't like you specifically it's probably just typical oh my kid's gay and i don't want to acknowledge that shit and them being yep. in a relationship. That's what it sounds like, like to me. <laughs> but that's not your fucking problem. And I, again, I'm a terrible bitch because like, nigga, if your parents don't like me, that means I don't have to be around them. So cool. <laughs> like, I don't even, like, I will not even sneeze at it. That's cool. I don't have to come around. Great. Let me know when you get me on your way back. Like, I don't, you know, but at the same time, I just, I think it's ridiculous for you to have to try and put something on hold or reconsider something that you both want to do after having been together as six years, <laughs> which again, I must reiterate in gay 
is like 30. Yeah. Like, these bitches have been together their whole lives at this point. I mean, so like, and lesbian is six months because we, we do six years like it's nothing. But yeah, okay. <laughs> the point, I mean, but the point remains like y'all got together when you were 19. I'm assuming y'all are around the same age. So like this is very formative years and a very long relationship. I can relate as somebody who got in her first relation, lesbian relationship at like 17, 18. I can fully mm. relate to this. So, yeah. Um, I don't know. I think, you know, really, I agree with Kid Fury when it comes right down to it that, you know, her parents can kiss your ass. Um, I just think there's a better way of going about it. And y'all have the added benefit that I had, which is like your mother is completely on your side. And <laughs> Oh, wow. I mean, well, yes, the truth hurts, but there's that. And like, she's very open and honest and accepting and like loves your girlfriend and all this. So you have the added benefit of at least one of y'all's parents being down for it. But like when it really Why did I picture the moms from half and half? Uh, I did too. And I can guess which (laughs) mama would be more down with the gay shit. Exactly. And honestly, I think it's Big Didi. (laughs) So. I do. I think it's Big Didi who would be more down with the gay shit because That's Mona's mama would have been sick over losing the possibility of biological children. Hello. I feel like Big Didi, you know, she lived in the theater and she would have been all for, you know, <laughs> however you find happiness. Big Didi would have been, been. How do we ready. turn this into UPN? We're such <laughs> blacks. Oh, man. Okay. So, but anyway, you know, Big Didi and Mona and, and everybody else aside. Um, yeah, I think that you should talk to her about it first and foremost. Make sure she knows how you feel. And then make sure she knows that whatever she decides to do is her decision. Like, this is her family, mm-hmm. not your family. Right. And if she wants to marry you, knowing that her parents will never accept or acknowledge you, then she has to be ready to choose you over her parents. And she might not be in a place to do that. In which case she ought not, you know, propose. I don't think it's you who needs to be making this decision. I think you need to talk to her about the way you feel. Make sure that the choices, you know, as far as you're concerned are very clear and laid out and then let her decide. Yeah. And if she breaks your heart, then, oh, well, she was definitely going to break your heart when y'all got married and she still acted like she wasn't married. (laughs) Went home or whatever else without you because her parents didn't approve or whatever else. If she breaks your heart, then she was always going to break your heart. And it's better to know now than later when your feelings are even more caught up. You're only 25. Y'all have plenty of time to bounce back and move on to whatever else. But hopefully, you know, she's already thought about this and she is ready to do whatever it takes because she feels the same way about you that you feel about her. But yeah, I would take the responsibility for this off of your shoulders and let her handle it. (laughs) Absolutely. Yeah. You didn't, that that ain't your family being crazy. Your mama is there. Your mama love her more than you. So like, this is not your problem, sister. (laughs) We still got wedding invitees. Right, like maybe on Zoom, but I don't know. Best of luck to you, girl. But yeah, I wouldn't be having that. Should we do another one, or should we take a a break and do an ad? Let's. I have a pretty short one. Okay, so I'll yes. do another one because I have a few more. 
Okay. All right. This one comes from Jennifer, who says, my mother is a 66 year old recent retiree. She has been married to my father for 45 years and they have four adult children. To say that their marriage is tumultuous and toxic is an understatement. <laughs> my mom has lots of resentments and verbally and verbally and emotionally abuses my 76 year old father. My dad feels pretty defeated at this point and just keeps to himself when he can. They live in a large house and spend most of their time on separate floors. So suffice to say that it is not comfortable to visit them. Recently, my sister and I noticed a change in my in our mother's appearance. Our very conservative mother started exercising more, eating better, and lost a lot of weight. She started wearing braids, dressing differently, and taking selfies. She spends all her time on the phone or laptop, usually being very guarded and hiding behind locked doors. She often talks about her new friend, saying, my friend suggested this movie, or my friend recommended this book, and other things like that. So we became suspicious. After doing a little internet research, we realized this new, much younger friend of our mother's lives in Nigeria. We tried to play off that we knew, but then we found a piece of paper listing this man's address, his phone numbers, and the name of a bank in Nigeria. Oh, hell. My sister and I confronted her, and initially she denied knowing who who he was, but after some nudging, she finally admitted that she accepted this random person's Facebook friend request almost a year ago when she was bored. She claims that it's innocent and that he just needs a U.S. sponsor to finish his doctorate. She says that he tells her all about Nigeria and she tells him all about the States. She claims that she even met his girlfriend and family members in the States and that there is nothing going on. We asked if she has been sending money and she denied it, but we don't believe her because, of course, we saw his bank account information. (laughs) I'm 43 years old and my mother has had low self-esteem for all of her life. My dad has always been present, but he does not show her any affection or attention. So we think this Nigerian friend has been an ego boost for her, but it's obviously a scam. My sister insists that we don't tell our dad because she says that their marriage is none of our business. I know that my parents' relationship is not the best, but they are still married and still living in the same household. We've tried to convince her that this is a scam, but she won't listen. She keeps telling us to mind our own business and that adults are allowed to have friends. (laughs) what would you guys do about this we keep sending her articles about scam artists but she dismisses us we have suggested therapy countless times do you guys think that my father should know about this new friend it would kill him if he knew that we knew and didn't tell him thanks for any help you can provide jennifer when i tell you that i would be so far away from this i'd like would you I wouldn't. I don't know, man. Like, yeah, no. I feel like I would do, I'd have to do something. But it's just like, I feel kind of sad that she feels like this is her one friend or whatever. It just, like, feels like validating and comforting for her to have like a connection with someone else. So like, I feel bad about that. I don't know. Maybe I would try to find ways for her to 
socialize in a, a safer way or something, but like I don't know exactly what that is. So mm-hmm. it will be tough, but as far as telling your father, I guess maybe I would tell him, but I would tell my mom I'm gonna tell him first. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um <clears throat> That way, she knows that you're going to mention it to him, um, so it won't come out of her out of nowhere, and she won't feel all betrayed or whatever. And then your father also won't feel like, oh my god, you knew this and you didn't say anything to me about it. It's just like I don't know what more you can do. Like if you've given her examples of you know of how this has sort of happened to people before who have been scammed or whatever. If you've like suggested that she go to therapy, if you've done like these little things, it's not to say that you, there aren't more things you can do. You know what I'm saying? Like my brain isn't, you know, that large. I don't have all of them. <laughs> <laughs> like all the solutions. I don't know. There's probably plenty more, but what? <laughs> like, yeah, I definitely think that I would make a point to, put a stop to it and telling having your father be a part of the conversation would probably be uh, more effective than you or a sibling or a cousin or somebody else being like, Hey, don't do this. Cause blah, 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 blah. You know what I mean? Especially like a lot of parents would be like, bitch, you don't know any motherfucking thing. I made you shut up. Even when you're like right. <laughs> 3000% correct. So uh, I don't know. I really feel like you're going to have to have that conversation with your dad and let them have a conversation about it together and see where things go from there. Because, like, what are you supposed to do? Cut off our Wi-Fi? <laughs> right. Like, you can't stop your mother from doing anything. She is a grown woman. Right. Um, I would just say, first of all, what you know about your parents' relationship is largely what they've allowed you to know. And you are 43 and you perceive your relation, your parents' relationship as being one way. But most of us, when it comes to most of us, there are aspects of our parents' marriage or long-term relationships that we don't know anything about. So I would just keep that in mind. What seems to be the absolute truth is not necessarily always the absolute truth. So I would just keep that in mind before I do anything. Secondly, I would think about my mother and her long-term needs. Like, is she dipping into her retirement fund or her long-term savings? Is she dipping into daddy's money? Is she, you know, putting out another mortgage on the house? Like, how much of how much of a financial risk is she really taking here? So I would try to figure that out, too, before I approached either one of them. But I think, like if Yuri said, I would tell her, you can either tell daddy about this friend or I can do it because yeah. you're, you're right. Adults are allowed to have friends, but if this is a friend that you keep in a secret from my father, then it's not a friend. You clearly doing something that's not on the up and up. You clearly are. If you had met this boy's fiance and family and you really felt like it was mm-hmm. all legit and you hadn't sent him no money or nothing else, then there would be no reason that you could not share that with your husband. Very true. So I would, I think I would do the same thing if I didn't just straight up go to the, my father, you know, right off the bat, then I would be like, girl, you can tell him or I can press send on this email right now, you know, just in case you decide to mark me right here where I stand. It's up to (laughs) you. (laughs) It's up to you. Like (laughs) he can know or not, but 
you know, I'm 40. She says she's 43. I would say, Mama, I'm 43 years old. You want to talk to me like a grown woman? I promise you not to judge you. But let's yeah. just talk about it because I want to make sure that you're okay. I understand that you're ignoring all the stuff that we're sending you because a man is finally making you feel good about yourself. But there are people who have literally lost their entire life savings, their homes, everything they owned, everything they worked for because of scammers. And I don't know that this young man is a scammer, but if your mama is sending him money and and she probably haven't, haven't even seen his real face, then he might be. So... I would just. If your mama is sending him money, then like you said a, a second ago, like your daddy should know. Yeah. Shit. I would at least just give her the respect of being like, I'm going to tell him. <laughs> you yeah. know what I'm saying? Like, I love you. I want what's best for you and things like that. And that is why I don't want you to be blindsided by the upcoming argument. Right. So. I would frame yeah. it as being like concerned about her future more than anything else, making sure that she's yeah. okay and able to take care of herself because. The internet is very enticing to a lot of, you know, what was the generation before Gen X? Even really the older niggas of Gen X and going up. It's very enticing to them because it opens up a whole nother part of the world that they really didn't grow up with. So yeah, I would I would try to remind her, like, I'm your daughter. I literally want the best for you. But also, I know more about this than you do. So please talk to me about whatever you have going on. And, you know, based off how she responds, then you decide how you're going to move. Yeah. I wouldn't want to break my father's heart with this information. But if your mother puts you in that position, then you have no choice. I think. <laughs> I think so, too. Oh, but best of luck to you. All right. Um, so let's take a break. Yes, let's do that. I'll be right back. When you want the best, you have to act quickly or someone else will get it instead. It's like if you're hiring for your business, you want to find the most talented people for your open roles before the competition scoops them up. So what's the best way to do that? We've told you. It's your girl, ZipRecruiter. ZipRecruiter finds qualified candidates fast, honey. And right now you can try it for free, girl, at ZipRecruiter.com slash the read. ZipRecruiter's powerful matching technology takes center stage to identify top talent for your roles. Immediately after you post your job, ZipRecruiter's smart technology starts showing you qualified people for it. And I've actually used ZipRecruiter for my for like my mm-hmm. own personal things on the back end. And it really does work pretty quickly. And I also appreciate that it's easy to use because, uh, you know, this aging brain of mine in technology works part in ways, which makes me sad, but that's a different conversation. Amp up your hiring performance with Zip Recruiter and find the best fast. See why four out of five employers who post on Zip Recruiter get a quality candidate within the first day. Just go to this exclusive web address right now to try Zip Recruiter for free. ZipRecruiter.com slash the read again that's ziprecruiter.com slash the read ziprecruiter the smartest way to hire now let's get back to show so listen guys the next generation of influential black voices can be found on npr's new collection black stories black truths i've been running my mouth about it for a while now black representation in media is incredibly important and i feel like it's in kind of a curious situation at the moment so amplifying and enjoying as many of these stories as possible is pretty important black stories black truth is a celebration of blackness from npr each of npr's black voices are distinct varied and nuanced as the black experience itself you can get things from bobby schmurder to the wire michelle obama to reparations there's no limit to the range of black stories black truths 
Black perspectives have always been centered in the telling of America's story. Now they are the story. Hear a feed of episodes from across NPR's podcasts that center on Black voices. Turn on NPR today and hear a range of voices as varied, nuanced, and Black as the country we reflect. Stories should never be about us without us. Listen now to Black Stories, Black Truths from NPR wherever you get podcasts. All right, so we're back now. And before we move on, I just wanted to say that if you thought I wasn't doing Kid Fury sports shorts this oh, no. week, you're <laughs> wrong. Oh, no. Donna, 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 Donna. I don't have to <laughs> This is very price of right of you. <laughs> so the, the sports short for this week, guys... The Atlanta Falcons versus the Tampa Bay Buccaneers took place. Are you kidding me? This Sunday, Ah! very interesting football game Ah! where they play sports. And um, why would you do this for me? Um, very interesting game of sports where um the Falcons, who are from Atlanta, were in the league. 17 points they had to the the Tampa Bay. Tampa Bay has a football team. Huh. They do. <laughs> Interesting. <laughs> Where the Tampa Bay Buccaneers were at a, a solid zero. Things were looking bleak. The girls were concerned. Oh, but ye of little faith. <laughs> what you do not know is that William Golston um... <laughs> And Antonio Brown. And, um, (coughs) man, he, they played so hard. And Trump Brady as well is for the Buccaneers. And so what happened is that, um, Trump Brady reached deep within his uh, MAGA powers and said, with with our prejudice combined, we can come together. And so, um, Antonio Brown, 46 yards with six minutes and 19 seconds left in the game. They had so much. What? And <laughs> what the fuck are you saying? At one point, it was like, girl, what? They were 27, 24. Um, with the Falcons regaining the lead, waking up, someone said, Hey girls, not again. And they were like, Okay, let's Denver let's do better. <laughs> and so that's what they were doing. And then who got sacked? But the uh, Devin White had to be mad was uh um oh wait it is. Um <laughs> De- no, Devin White recorded his second sack of the game. And to be sacked is when, um, that's when, mm-hmm. you, when you tackle somebody and you brush up against their scrotum a little bit by accident. No, that is not it. It um, is. Also, <laughs> Devin White is almost certainly the person doing the sacking, not the person yes. getting sacked. <laughs> I said he recorded his second sack of so the game. So he sacked Matt Ryan. Yeah. Okay. I don't know anybody who plays for the Bucks other than Tom Brady. So 
I'm depending on your knowledge here. God help us. But all in all, victory was with Tampa Bay because (laughs) they dragged the girls with a final touchdown right in the nick of time, ending the game at 31 to 27. Another loss for the Atlanta Falcons. But what matters the most here is that the Atlanta Falcons are a group of individuals with passion and um and effort and also atlanta is a fantastic city great chicken and falcons are beautiful and that's it so you're welcome um no i definitely have a few questions for you oh sure first of all first of all how do you think The Falcons, but specifically Matt Ryan. How do you think they felt going up against Tom Brady again in this rematch? You know, your professional opinion. In my professional opinion, I would say that um, Matthew McConaughey. What is his name? Matt Ryan. It's close enough. Um, I would say you know they were probably anxious. And and incredibly concerned because Tom Brady has won the Super Bowl more than once. Okay. Or twice. Okay. Maybe even more than that. <laughs> but I'm not going to give do you, you not all know of the information. How many Sometimes Super you Bowl. should do research for yourself to get information. Did you do research for yourself? And so I would say that, you know, the girls were concerned and they also play for the Falcons. So Mm. I think that really what was most important is that they likely prayed in the locker room prior to the beginning of the game. And having a spiritual connection with a higher power is important unless you don't want to. (laughs) Um, Any other questions? Yes. I knocked that out of the park. Actually, I do. How would you compare this game to the 2017 Super Bowl? Um, I would compare it to the 2017 Super Bowl by saying they are very similar in that um, Tom Brady was playing in that Super Bowl <laughs> and a similar event happened in that one where they had um, scooped up 21 points at the, uh, surprisingly then, too. Mm-hmm. And Tom Brady is known for, you know, kicking shit in, in gear at the last second. Like, wow. when your favorite superhero um, is winning the fight and then they they lose I mean losing the fight and then they win mm. at the last minute okay. except with bigotry okay <laughs> um, <laughs> okay uh, just a couple more questions do you think after mm. deflate gate Tom Brady should have been allowed to continue to participate in the league I would say absolutely not because um are you googling? I just don't like game? him. <laughs> <Are> yeah, <laughs> absolutely. Do totally. you know what I'm talking about when I say Deflate Gate? Of course I do, girl. What am I'm I talking? Okay, so what am I talking about? See, the thing is, this is called sh- sports shorts, and we've already gone <laughs> over so much time. 
absolutely shameful. So let's get back to the the, oh, okay. the meat of the program. Um, so back with our letters. Okay. This next one. All right. I killed that. Like that was actually You did a great job. You incredibly fully proud. answered like, every question I had. Actually quite proud of myself. You should be. Um, so uh, this one is coming from Jalisa. It says, oh, shit, what does it say? <laughs> it says here, um, hi, Crystal and Kid Fury. I'm writing you because I know y'all have no problem letting someone know if they are tripping or not. And I need a second opinion. That's true. I am 29 and my man is 30. We've been together a year this month. Next year, my lease ends in March, and he wants me to move in with him. I'm all down for saving money, but I'm a little nervous because, A, I've never lived with a man before, and B, the reason I'm writing, he hasn't gotten upset with me. No one is perfect, and I know how I have to get on his nerves. But he says nothing. Doesn't get angry, doesn't get an attitude, no petty jabs, nothing. So clearly when I'm upset, I feel like I'm the only one with issues. But I know that cannot be realistic. What? I'm nervous about moving in with him. Because what if I get there and he just spazzes out one day? He knows when I'm angry or what annoys me, but I don't know so I could unknowingly I don't know. So I could unknowingly piss him off and boom, see a side of him. I should have I should have not been prepared to see. I didn't edit this. And it's different when I can go back to my place and get space. I shared our age because I guess that's what has ready to go ahead and oh, that's what uh okay. I shared our age because I guess that's what has us ready to go ahead and move in. Do you think a year is too soon to move in? Should I see him upset or even receive a silent treatment before moving in? Or have I just let my anxiety get the best of me and I'm tripping? Love y'all. Thank you, Jaleesa. Okay. This this woman. How (laughs) old are they again? (laughs) She's 29. He is 30. Okay. Yeah. So y'all the same age. Um... I don't think you're letting your anxiety get the best of you. I think you're letting your trauma get the best of you. Because Mm. the fact of the matter is that there are lots of people who will be disappointed in you or upset by something you did and not react with the silent treatment or blowing up at you. Like there Mm. are lots of people who can just process those things in a calm and rational manner without hurting their partner. And your boyfriend might be one of those people Um, But also, this is why every black woman, every elder black woman, like literally last year, I was with all my aunties, play and real, at a giant like black woman round table. And every last one of them said, save your pussy for rich niggas and hold on to your money. Every last one of them. Every last one of them. And they said that holding on to your money, making sure you had your own escape fund was more important than anything else. I agree. So I would prepare to move in with this man after a year or so of dating. You know, it depends on whether you can trust yourself about what you've seen from him or whatever else. But more than that, you have to trust yourself that you will do what's best for you regardless of what happens with this man. So whether one day you piss him off in a way that's unexpected and he he reacts in a crazy way, or if y'all just fall apart for any other reason, you have to trust that you 
will do what's best for you regardless. Right. And if you don't feel that way, then don't move in with him. If you feel like, oh, I'm the type of bitch who will go along if he says he's mad at me because I will find a way for it to be my fault, then don't move in with him regardless of how much money you have. But if you do move in with him, make sure you have your own little separate private savings account wherever it's set, your own little money just in case you have to book you a Greyhound and get the fuck out at the last minute. I mean, girl, after a year, you should have that anyway. Right. I mean, you should have that anyway, but definitely, like, just... Just think about how you're approaching this, because what you're saying your boyfriend hasn't shown you is like not necessarily to me indicative that there's a problem. It might be. It might be that he's hiding his true feelings and you won't really see how crazy he is or how irrational he is until y'all move in together, because some people do do that. But it's also very possible that, you know, he's 30 years old and he knows how to respond to people when he feels away without hurting them. Which is the goal. So. I would assume, though, that something about him when y'all are together or through the year that y'all have been dating, something has given you an inclination that there's like something is mm. off. Because like, I mean, you saying, Crystal, like, um, it's like her, like trauma possibly showing itself to me, I feel like is a possibility because it sounds like the niggas just don't like to argue. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> that's you know, very like possible. He, he may be a person who's just uh, more accustomed to like sitting through an argument or whatever and just keeping his cool. But I feel like there's probably something there that makes you feel like he has the capacity to spaz out and he just hasn't yet. Mm-hmm. And so that's one of those, like, I, I think that's one of those things where you kind of have to be honest with yourself. Like, have I been witness to something that makes me feel like he yes. is bound to Good snap question. at some point? Or am am I just, like, expecting that, he, you know, we should argue when we don't? Because not everyone likes to argue. Like some people are fully like, okay, you're yelling now, or or I'm I have attitude coming yeah. in my direction, and so I've shut down and I'm just blocking this out until it's over. Not everybody is, you know, interested in arguing and and putting forth that level or kind of energy. That's true. So, That's true. I'd ask myself that question. Um, there are also people who like don't want to argue or whatever so they don't react so crazy but then you know six to ten years from now who knows how they might be reacting to the arguments y'all have true because they've been suppressing it instead of actually getting it out so like kid fury said you have to be real with yourself about why you feel the hesitancy that you feel because it might just be oh i'm not used to people processing things in this manner Because like you said, should I wait until he decides to stop talking to me when he's mad? Which is like, that's not a rational response regardless. And I have a feeling you grew up witnessing that because I did too. And so you might think when somebody's mad at you, they just stop talking to you. But that's actually not at all a healthy way to process. Or like, I dated lots of people who are like, when I'm mad, I just have to walk out and I just have to leave and take a moment before I do something I'm going to regret. And the, the hard truth of the matter is that that nigga should be able to stay in the house without hitting you or something else in the house. (laughs) Right. Really should be able to stay in the house without breaking something. Really should. 
And that's, yeah. a, that's a hard truth to acknowledge. You might think, okay, he need his time to himself. Okay, but like, I'm just saying, like, there's some here that need to be worked on, basically. Right. So, again, I think as long as you have your own out, as long as you go into the situation saying, no matter what happens, I got me no matter what. And I'm not going to sacrifice me for nobody else. I think yeah. as long as you can say that and you got your savings account set up to where you can escape to your best friend or your mama house or whatever <laughs> yeah. at the drop of a dime with nothing but a suitcase and a text message, then, you know, then I say go for it because you don't. But also, like if you said, investigate why you're apprehensive, because honestly, at 29 and 30, it probably is that you've had fights and you felt like, nah, you really feel a way, but you're not saying it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. You probably right it's much more likely fights, yeah. right if y'all was 50 and 53 then i would say oh maybe he's matured but you know at that age right. he probably has not so <laughs> yeah. so just be really honest with yourself and if y'all really want to move in together or if you really want to make it work or even better if y'all decide to go to therapy then I say, you know, just be ready for it. Make sure that no matter what, you're ready to take care of yourself. I really feel like that's most important. Right, I agree. Yeah, do whatever is best good for luck. you. Yes, good luck to you, sister. And all right, our next letter hmm, comes from Tegan. Tegan says, I'm a 23. 23- I love that name. <laughs> Tegan says, I'm a 23-year-old black gay man from South Carolina. I recently moved back in with my parents while I complete my master's in mental health counseling at a school in Houston. I had been planning to move to Texas, but because of COVID, all my classes switched to virtual. And this gave me the opportunity to work full time and save a decent amount of money before moving. Very relatable, Tegan. Very. (laughs) I recently found out that next semester will be online as well. Same. And now I'm debating if I should stay at home and continue saving or if I should just move to Houston. This living arrangement had been fun up until yesterday. I was driving by my aunt's house and I saw my dad's car and a few other family members in her driveway. I decided to, I decided to stop and speak to everyone, which was four people total, including myself. We sat down and talked to each other for a while and then had Bible study. My family is very religious, so this is pretty normal. The evening was going as expected until my aunt got a phone call and stepped out of the room. While she was gone, my dad stared at me and started to smile. I asked him what was wrong, and then he began to mouth the words, she has COVID. I was confused, and I just knew that I was misinterpreting him because that didn't make any sense. Why would he allow me to come into a house and have Bible study with someone who has tested positive for COVID? My dad is also very jokey, so I didn't know if he was just pulling my leg or what, since he knows that I take my health and my safety very seriously. I started asking him for clarification, and he dismissed me and said he would talk to me about it later. He then proceeded to continue reading the Bible loudly, and I started to raise my voice because I wanted him to repeat himself so that I could be sure about (laughs) what he said. A lot of people get right in front of the Lord this week. Then another auntie of mine with no mask on walked walked into the room with baskets of food, Gatorade, and cleaning supplies. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) She dropped them off to my aunt and said that she hopes that she gets better soon. (laughs) I I shouldn't laugh. 
I immediately jumped up and walked out the house. (laughs) My dad followed me and I had to explain to him how irresponsible that was for us to be in close proximity with no mask with a person who tested positive. I knew that he wasn't the sharpest tool in the shed, but damn, how can somebody be this stupid? (laughs) He said he knew she was positive, but he wanted to pray over her and try to bring her some joy during her time of sickness. Girl, excuse the fuck out of my black ass. (laughs) I told him that was stupid and that as somebody with pre-existing conditions, he could actually die from this. And we have had several people in our hometown pass away from COVID. So I don't see how he's suddenly okay with it now that it has come to our family. I then called my mom and told her what he did and expressed how he could have potentially invited COVID into our home knowingly. She was very upset. And now she is saying that she's not going to let my dad back into their bedroom. (laughs) I told her that I need to separate myself from her and the rest of the family because I've been exposed and I'm trying to quarantine as much as possible from him and everybody else, which is also almost impossible because we share a kitchen and a bathroom. Now my dad is mad and saying that the devil told me to call my mama and I'm trying to create unnecessary drama in his household. He keeps yelling at me through the door and threatens to break it down because he is the man of the house and he pays all the bills here. He wouldn't do that because he doesn't have the money to replace the door, but still. (laughs) I cannot even quarantine (laughs) from him because he doesn't think that he has done anything wrong. My dad refuses to take responsibility for what he has done and I can't deal with it any- anymore. He tries to tie religion into everything, which doesn't make sense. And he gets loud and aggressive when I tell him that it don't make sense. <laughs> <laughs> I am refusing contact with him altogether. And I will only talk to him over the phone, which I know is hurting his feelings because we have had a pretty good relationships relationship. My parents thinks my parents think that I'm smart. So they usually listen to my advice and we've never had a major disagreement or falling out quite like this before. My dad says I'm being disrespectful and that makes me feel bad because I'm just trying to keep us all as safe as possible. I convinced him to take a COVID test tomorrow, but I can't stay in this environment anymore. We usually have a good relationship and I enjoy my free food and housing. So what do (laughs) y'all think I should do? Come on, I enjoy my free food and housing. Being very real, that's that's a giant bill. (laughs) I know that's right. (laughs) Um, What what do y'all think I should do? I don't really want to move out and have bills again. But the stupidity of this man is off the charts. Love you. Stay safe. All the best, Tegan. It's the turning his head and smiling at you for me. <laughs> like, are you dead ass smiling at me while you're telling me? <laughs> the ain't shitness is everywhere, my nigga. <laughs> like, girl, what? What do y'all think this is? I'm so lost. Are we going to a Mulatto concert after Bible Like... We're in, it's really bad in America. And I know y'all keep going out, but it's still really bad. Honestly, it's still really, really bad because y'all keep going out. But like, oh God, oh God. As I've said, like, the girls are going out. Apparently, you know, Atlanta don't even have COVID. They have never even heard of it. So uh, they're having Atlanta a Atlanta not keeping track of COVID. That's all that is. <laughs> Miami doesn't have it either. You know, <laughs> Neither does Houston, Texas. Now. Please understand, so. Houston never heard of COVID. <laughs> Lots of cities you can go to where it just doesn't exist. Um, <laughs> Neither has the entire state of Oklahoma. Please understand, them niggas have no idea what you're talking about. 
But yeah, like, I don't know. It's it, This is just one of those things where it's like, I don't understand how, <laughs> how some of you are having like a disconnect or disagreement in some of the conversations y'all are having specifically with your families. Like I told my I told my parents yesterday that I wasn't coming uh home for Christmas, oh, which no. I had been I had been putting off for like a yeah. while, even though yeah. I had made my mind up. So, you know, they were fine. Like my mom was like, why don't you want to come? <laughs> and I was like, it's not that I don't want to come, you know what I'm saying? Like, I just don't want to get anybody sick. And she was like, well, do you feel sick? I'm like, mommy, that's not how it works. That's <laughs> like, not it doesn't... how it works. She was like, I know, I know, okay. You know what I mean? So it was like, yeah. at least you didn't press me about it because I was like, I already feel bad that I'm not coming. Like, it's not like, I don't feel like I'm doing y'all a favor. I want to see you motherfuckers too. Bad. But I'm not willing to, to take the risk at mm. all. So... It's like, it's not disrespectful to want for your family or anybody that you're sharing close quarters with, people that you give a fuck about. It's not disrespectful to say, hey, I give a fuck about you and your health. I want you to be healthy. I want you to not die. <laughs> like, that's yeah. not disrespectful. Now, if you were clowning him and calling him all kinds of bitches and hoes in front of the congregation, <laughs> then maybe it'll be like, well, damn, sis, like, you didn't have to do all of that. But... Again, it's not even just the fact that this happened. It's the like, well, what's the problem? Like, Mm -hmm. let's laugh about it. Like, no, girl, like this shit is killing people. And I don't even like, again, like I said, the girls are going out and they're doing their thing. But there's shit like knowingly having people with COVID come and kick it with y'all and not telling people. It's shit like sharing a bottle of rosé in the club and like everybody drinking out of it with their bare raw mouths. And hookah with them 30 cent plastic tips (laughs) that they switch out. (laughs) It's like, it's one thing to be like, look, I need to have some sort of social gathering or Bible study is really important to me or I just need to go to the gym. But when you're doing that in a like, I don't give a fuck about these this virus at all way, it's mm-hmm. like, what's on your mind? Like the girls are still going to fucking sprouts arguing with people talking about oh, why do I have to wear a mask? Girl, what are you talking about? How, did you just get here? Oh God, like, did you see that video of the white man who laid down at the Target? Yes. Laid down in the middle of Target because they told him to put a mask on. What are you do- Sweetie, like... Target and every huh? other store has had a no shoot, no shirt, no no whatever, no pants, no service rule since like yeah. 1963. So how is it all of a sudden when it's up to individual businesses to decide whether you wear a mask or not that you just refuse to do it? Like, think about the people who work inside of that Target. No, see right there. That's where you lose them. That's where you lose them because they don't give a fuck because that's your fault for being a broke bitch who has to work at Target. That's literally where you lose them because America is a terrible place to live. They have to wear those masks all day on their feet and deal with your dumb ass. Yes. So let's talk about it, bitch. Like, 
like, come on. Like, I get it that the girls want to, like, cut corners and go and have a good time or whatever. Like, I don't even care about that shit no more. But, like, don't. No, because I'm look, tired. Di- you're looking directly in the face of COVID and being like, huh? What? I don't know what you're talking about. Never heard of it. Like. Right. Like, even if I'm walking on the sidewalk with my mask down because I just want to breathe the cold ass air. I'm not going to go inside a place of business without my mask up over my mouth and I'm not going to walk you. around no other person because they don't know me from any other bitch in the world. Like, I just don't... Honestly, like, I get it because America is terrible, but I don't understand how y'all just don't care about other people. And don't tell me that you can't breathe in the mask because every essential employee <laughs> is breathing in the mask all day long. Doc- doctors and nurses have been breathing in the mask in the hospital all day long while they perform life-saving, the most delicate fucking surgery. These niggas could replace cat toenails. Like, it, the shit is very precise, okay? It's very, da- it's dainty as fuck. And them niggas is wearing masks the whole time. So don't tell me you can't breathe in the mask. The mask is designed for you to be able to breathe, you stupid fuck. Right. It's not. Okay. So it's not. (laughs) The point of the mask is not that you can't breathe because then the mask would be killing you when the point of the mask is to keep you alive, you stupid niggas. But anyway. Yeah. I would be. This is the problem with COVID. You can't trust the people in your community to do the right thing. You just can't. And that might be your trifling ass daddy or your cousin's cousin or the parents of the kids that are, that share a class with your kid at the public school or the parents on the opposing team of your kids football team or whatever (laughs) else. Like you cannot trust the people in your community to do the right thing because there will always be people who put everybody else at risk so that they don't have to sacrifice nothing. That's what's so crazy about COVID. Your own father put you at risk and himself at risk so that your Amy could have whatever support she felt like she needed. And I'm not saying she didn't need it or that it's not important. I'm saying that everybody has to make sacrifices right now. Everybody. <laughs> if you're not sacrificing nothing, then you part of the problem. I'd be like, daddy, how are you mad at me? <laughs> like, you got a lot of nerve being mad at me when I'm the bitch wait. who did what I was supposed to do. And you put my life at risk, nigga. <laughs> I just wanted to I just wanted to study the Bible. I came here for Bible study like I do every week. I thought we was going to talk about Left Behind. Maybe we was going to watch the movie for 30 minutes. You know, I thought we was going to maybe discuss VeggieTales and its impact on children. I had no idea. I used to love me some veggies. Me too. And when I babysat the kids at church, I used to run a little babysitting service when the parents at church would go do something. Me and my homegirls, we watched the kids of the church at the church. And get like $3 an hour. And you couldn't tell us nothing. (laughs) We knew it was rich, nigga. But at them late night babysitting events at the church, we popped in the VeggieTales tape. And them kids loved it. So, like, what I'm saying is your father don't have no right to act like you doing something wrong by being like, how dare you put me at risk? It's just, it's not adding up. Like, this is, that's what, I, it's like, y'all bitches ain't even be doing shit in secret. You know what I'm saying? It's like, girl, you could have invited this hoe to this goddamn shit and, like, not say nothing to me. Like, you still would have been dead ass wrong, even further right. fucking wrong. Right. But, like, you said it to me and smiled about it, and you're upset with me now for being 
upset for being exposed to a virus that could kill me, <laughs> kill you, kill my mama, kill everybody who was just there to thank God. Like, mm. how how am I the bad person in this situation? I don't know. Like, some people just gotta, like, accept, you know, decisions that they make and consequences of those decisions, whether it is getting sick or having your child be, you know, really pissed off at you right. for being irresponsible and inconsiderate. It just is what it is. Like, how the fuck are you mad at me? Like, what? I can have COVID now. I didn't even do nothing. Yeah, honestly, I think now is the time to tell your father, first of all, it's no such thing as being disrespectful to you. When you put me, my mother, and everybody we come into contact with at risk, first of all. There's no yeah. such thing as me disrespecting you because you disrespected my life and my mama's life. So, like, girl, find something else. <laughs> also, right. uh, like, I understand that, you know, you feel like you can't stay in that environment no more. But um, hmm. that's interesting because on the one hand, you know that your father is willing to do whatever and not be honest with y'all about it. On the other right. hand, housing and food is expensive, and now is not the greatest time to be trying to find either one of them. That's true. So I know you said that y'all, you said that y'all share a bathroom, right? Yeah, a kitchen and yeah, a bathroom. Yeah, a kitchen. So that is, mm, you. I don't want to tell you to go, you know, find a roommate or sign a lease or whatever right now because I don't know what your financial situation is like. I will say that. Do whatever makes you feel more comfortable. And even if it's like finding the N95 masks, which block out the droplets that you put out as well as the droplets you receive. That's what makes them different from the rest of the masks. (laughs) If you can find something that protects you from other people's droplets, too, then I would just wear that at home. I honestly would. I know it sounds like a pain in the ass. I was dead ass going to say that I would hop on Amazon and order like a hazmat suit. When I tell you that I would do like, and I'm not even joking. Like when I tell you paying your own rent and groceries, I would order like a for like an absolute legit hazmat suit the whole nine and wear it around the house on some Disney channel shit. Like I would absolutely fucking do that shit as a sign of protest rebellion and like <laughs> demand for respect and safety yeah. on the premises. The devil, like I would do that shit. The devil is not the one who made me tell my mama about you and this trifling shit. It was the fact that COVID is real and you put us at risk. Like it's not. And yourself. Like why? And we could have prayed for Annie over Zoom. Like countless but other people. Damn. Have like I have a giant family on my mother's side and everybody is very close and we are not gathering for Christmas because it is simply unsafe and most of my family members live in Houston most of them have come into contact with COVID more than one of them has been infected with COVID like because people in Houston are acting like it's not no thing so I fully understand you know you from South Carolina you live in South Carolina I fully get that niggas are down there acting like it's not real but it is and you not crazy for moving like it's real when it is. And if your father can't see that, that's his fault. That's his flaw. And he has to face that. So if I were you, I would buy the, you know, N95s for me and my mama or whatever. Your mama said he not allowed back in the bedroom. Amen. Maybe he sleep in the living room and you and your mama have your own room for the next few weeks until that nigga test negative. And then maybe everybody can talk about it again. But I'm all for y'all protecting yourselves as much as you can while also not 
putting yourselves at risk because this is the very worst time to be dependent on the government for anything. For the anything. anything. Them niggas literally don't care. Trump is on his way out and he knows it. The Republican, the Democrats can't do nothing right now and they know it. And even if they could, they're not going to do as much as they could because the Democrats are just Republican light. They're just diet Republicans. So either way, you're fucked. But then for Trump to still be in charge... And then South Carolina, I don't even know who the governor is, but I'm sure that's a racist fuck face. Child, absolutely not. Uh-uh. I agree. No, I would say protect yourself and your mom as much as you can. Stay in your room as much as you can. Disinfect the bathroom and everything else when you go out. And just take as good care of yourself as you possibly can, Tegan. Good luck to you and your mama. When I tell you that I would be obnoxious with it. Oh, yeah. Like, I would be. <laughs> Lights all and all in the hallway, all in that nigga face like, nah, because you be out. You be like, around I would bitches. Legit, I would be in my hazmat suit sitting across the room from him when he's like on his chair watching TV. And as soon as he get up to go get something in the kitchen, I'm spraying the, yep, the chair all down. Of it. All with of lights. it. I'm wiping it. I'm going behind him and wiping down the door to the refrigerator. At the all that Like, shit. I would. I would be so obnoxious with the shit when I tell you on some Raven Baxter that he would just like, he would never do it again just out of not wanting to be annoyed by me Mm -hmm. ever the fuck again like that. You know, since me, you know, verbally giving a fuck is disrespectful. Let's see how things are. When when I disrespect you to your face. Chernobyl. Yes. Yes. Exactly. Go in there right now, get you a cup, a plate, a fork, a spoon, a knife, a real knife, a a cup, all that shit. Go get you all that shit right now. Wash it and then grab you your own scrubber so you can wash your own dishes. Like, I would be very extra in that nigga's face. Like, I'm bringing my materials out so I can disinfect them because niggas in this house act like they don't care. Right. I would be doing all this shit. And and yes, best of luck. Okay, this letter comes from Freddie, who says, Hi, y'all. Love the show. Some of the letters are so long, so I'll keep this simple. Do you think it's possible? <laughs> That's true. Do you think it's possible to date in 2020? One, while practicing celibacy. I'm a cisgender, black heterosexual 35-year-old woman in Cleveland, Ohio. Oh, I didn't get what the one was. So you meant 2020 and 2021. Okay. Oh, okay. Most of these niggas ain't shit and they don't deserve the pussy anyway. But is it unrealistic to expect even a good man to wait? Thanks, Freddie. To wait on fucking? Yeah. Okay. Is it like Steve Harvey and his bullshit 90-day rule? <sighs> because if you're waiting because you feel like oh I need to wait a certain amount of time to make sure you are the other pussy then I think that's bullshit I do I think you should wait however long you're comfortable with with sharing yourself physically with this person I don't think it should be some arbitrary number of days if it's 90 if it's 9 if it's 9 seconds 9 hours 9,000 days, whatever it is for you to feel comfortable, that's when I think you should fuck this nigga. So if it's that, then I like, I literally don't care. But if it's, if it's you feeling like these are my standards, no matter what, then I think 2020 and 2021 is even more of a reason to hold tight to that shit. 
Yeah. Because how many niggas are on these apps right now with COVID trying to breathe in your face and get in your pussy at the same time? Probably a lot. And I'm telling you, bitches, when when outside open up again, if it ever happens, just shake hands and w- go your separate ways, bitch. Like, just some wait. Of you, some of you motherfuckers, when they, when they say it's over there, you have to dap that nigga up and send him back. <laughs> Understand that that's just your that's just your COVID dick. <laughs> you know, like when you know, like when they rescue like baby birds and like ducks and stuff from like Never. fucked up lakes, and, then, and they like revitalize them and they take them back with to the that lake. dawn and they rinse them and off. They just like they <laughs> sort of like toss them up in air and let the bird fly away. That's what you need to do to these niggas when yes. outside of Wash him off and throw him into the sky. Let him fly the fuck off. Because they're birds. <laughs> um, I agree uh, 100%. Oh, I agree man. with literally everything you said. I do think that, like, girl, it should be more about when you want to fuck the nigga with the acknowledgement, or the understanding that things could go left at any time. Um and it doesn't have to be this thing where it's like, oh, he didn't deserve the pussy. Like, you're getting dick, too. Like, it's about you as well, ma'am. Or exactly. whatever you're getting. Exactly. You know I mean? So, like, you you need to have fun as well. You know what I mean? And you <laughs> have desires as well. So, I don't think that you, uh, like, if you are practicing celibacy for that reason, like Crystal said, I don't think that it's necessary. I mean, it's fine if that's what you want to do. But again, yeah, like sifting through however many niggas and finding <laughs> one that you feel like is the one, the good Girl. man worth waiting for. Like, God bless you. Hard honey. enough by know. itself, sister. <laughs> so what are you trying right. to do? Like, if you're looking for a nigga to fuck around with and have a fun, you know, COVID time with and to break up with as soon as everybody's vaccinated, then I say just find a nigga you feel like you can reasonably trust and let that be that. But yeah, you know, otherwise, I think once again, I'm just a different. When I say I'm a different type of person, I don't mean better. I mean, different (laughs) and probably in a worse way. Yeah, but I am not at all worried about meeting new niggas right now. Like Mm. that is that is deep into the negatives on my radar right now. I deeply do am not interested in being nobody I don't already know. No, you you've been a, a COVID Power Ranger for sure. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like a lot of people are like super trying to link up right now because of the social distancing thing probably well or whatever. but i'm so not like, at all interested <laughs> but at the same time it's like like you're saying a pandemic aside it's gonna be a bad one <laughs> like you're gonna i yeah. think run into a couple of of x's before you find an o so I would, again, unless it's a more, like, solid, whether it's a spiritual reasoning or something else um, that you're practicing celibacy for, if it is just like, oh, these niggas ain't worth it, fuck it. And they ain't about to be anytime soon, girl. So you might as well get yours and send that nigga home until you feel like letting him spend the night. (laughs) That's what the fuck I would be doing. Get your shit and tell that nigga to grab his boots. Okay, because feeling comfortable for a nigga to spend the night takes a very long time. (laughs) Hello? (laughs) (laughs) If you ask me... 
And the girls assume. Like, what are you getting comfortable for? I What's sure this? don't. I sure. I'm literally not at all interested, Get your girl. Ass out. <laughs> Uh, it's a Freddy. You ain't shit. <laughs> um, I have another one if you. Okay, I mean, no, you can you can go ahead and do another one. That's fine. I have one or two more. This is from Kimberly. Kim oh. says, "Me and my ex got engaged two years ago, and things moved super quick. We bought a house in my name because my credit score was better, and before the first mortgage payment, I found out I was pregnant." We've been in the house over a year now, and the baby is here, and we decided to break off our engagement. I'm not going to go crazy in detail, but he wasn't shit. <laughs> you didn't even have to go crazy in detail. Yeah, I mean, you really didn't. <laughs> Don't nobody break up with their baby daddy when they child is a newborn, unless that right? shit is not meant to be. <laughs> and yeah, you just bought a house together? Right. Like, yeah. like girl, he had to be tra- Anyway, anyway. He helped me pay for groceries twice, and the one time he did, he complained because it was his birthday. So there you go. You may. I mean, that was a detail, but it was a fun one to of think. All the weeks to make him pay for groceries, you did it on his birthday. <laughs> <laughs> he only did it twice in all that time, and you literally picked his birthday. <laughs> okay, what else happened? He helped her pay for groceries twice. The one time. <gasps> Not even paid. paid. Okay. Yeah. Got you. He helped me split all the bills, which is pretty normal. And now he is pushing me to sell the house since we broke up. When our real estate agent told us the profit will make off the house, he proceeded to say, I never had that much money in my bank account. This is the baby father that mm-hmm. said this. Yeah. And was talking about buying Gucci for him and the baby. <laughs> Oh, no. Oh, no. Don't give this nigga no dollars. What was your baby daddy take off? <laughs> when our real estate... <laughs> like, where are you... Calm, sweetie. Well, what I don't do understand, just... sister. Have you heard of the economy? <laughs> okay. <laughs> At first, I thought it would be fair to split the profits, but after talking to my family, they're telling me I'm crazy for even considering it since the house Correct. is in my name. <laughs> Do you think I should talk to a lawyer and get the whole thing situated? By the way, I pay for the house with money that was given to me by my parents for the wedding, but instead I chose to buy a house. He and his parents didn't contribute. Thanks. Okay. <laughs> I love that she just ended it with a thanks. Like, what's she not, sure what should know. I do? Or like, hey, girl, thanks. Good luck. She was like, I'm finished. He is. <laughs> <laughs> He and his parents didn't contribute. That was a great way to just punch it off. Yeah. So, yeah, I think that uh, your family's got the right idea here. I think that speaking to a lawyer uh, would definitely be beneficial because I am not Maxine Shaw, attorney at law. (laughs) I wish. Same. But I I can't really uh, give you any proper advice in terms of the legal aspect of it. But, yeah, like. A, you pay for the house with money that your parents gave you. The house is in your name. And this nigga directly out of his face in front of you said that he can't can't wait for his ends so he can go and buy matching Mm -mm. Gucci tracksuits for him and the baby. His ends of something he did not contribute to. And then making sure, really, that he paid for something for himself. Because paying for something for the baby don't even count. He's a father. He's supposed to do that. 
Not the nouveau riche of it all, hun. Oh, it is the nouveau riche of it all, though, hun. <laughs> it honestly is. Um, so <laughs> I just picture the baby in a full Gucci tracksuit with like you know some Tim's or something with on, the matching like, shoes, absolutely, like, with the, the fucking butters. It's going to vomit on that. Like th- 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 you're going to wash puke out of that Fendi jumpsuit. And Just even if you, know. you dress the baby in that every day, the baby will not wear it for more than six weeks. I was getting there next. <laughs> See, this is why we have a show Double in size in three months. Hun, hun, <laughs> you're going to snap and this nigga will not be able to fit in it no more. Then what you, you gonna frame it? You're gonna frame it. Hang it up. Buying Gucci clothes for your children is for people for whom Gucci and like Carter's is the same thing. Mm. And and the parents know what I'm talking about. But like if if it don't make no difference to you whether you shop at Gucci or Walmart, then fine. However, right. for everybody else, <laughs> for everybody else, we're not spending $1,100 on an outfit for a five-month-old to wear because that's fucking crazy. I mean, Kimberly literally said, he proceeded to say, <laughs> I never had that much money in my bank account. You So, no. <laughs> Kimberly, you should definitely consult your local laws first. The fact that you paid for it, his name is not nowhere on it, um, and his funds are nowhere attached to it makes me believe that you don't have to split it with him. But check your laws as far as common law marriage is concerned or baby daddy marriage, I don't know where you live. It might be somewhere super fucking regressive where women are property. So, you know, <laughs> that's true. you should double check to make sure he's not entitled to your money. But um, I feel like 99.7% sure that he isn't, in which case you should break up with this nigga first to make sure legally you set the precedent of we are no longer in a relationship. Oh, no, they're broken up, I believe. Oh, they're broken up now. Yeah, they're just trying to... Well, then why like, are y'all even out? in mediation? No, no, we don't have nothing to figure <laughs> out. Only thing we have to figure out is visitation without getting the courts involved. And trust me, nigga, you don't want the courts involved. <laughs> so my house is literally not up for discussion. I would tell him, so how many days a week do you want to come get day-day? <laughs> and that's it. That's it. You want Tuesday... Thursdays and Saturdays you want Mondays, Wednesdays and Fridays let me know how many days a week do you want to come and get day day because we don't have shit else to talk about that's my house I disconnect the cable and turn the lights out my mom and daddy wrote me to check for that nigga you got me fucked up oh my god we don't have nothing to split but custody we don't have nothing to split but custody so you can either come get this child Three days out, three or four days out of the week, or I can put you on child support. What's up? Well, I feel like that's all <laughs> Good luck to you. Yeah, as long as he's not legally entitled to half your money, then I would say break up with that nigga or make sure the breakup is official. Then sell the house and do whatever it takes to take care of you and your baby and let that be Facts. that. Yeah, I would too. Woo. Okay. Well. Should we take another break or do we have, do you want to do another letter? Um, that's up to you. I feel like this is, you know, it's already pretty long. I don't know how many more letters people want to hear. Yeah, let's do a break. And then if we want to read one or two more, then we can. Okay. 
Hey guys, May is Mental Health Awareness Month and Talkspace's leading virtual therapy provider is encouraging people to talk it out in therapy. Opening up to a therapist might feel uncomfortable, cathartic, exhausting, or exhilarating. Personally, I find it to be all of these things depending on the time and time. But if you keep talking or texting with a licensed therapist, you'll gain insights and uncover truths that you can find only in therapy. Personally, I'm therapy constantly. It's one of the most important things in my life right now, to be honest with you. And it is just, it makes a difference knowing that you have someone somewhere uh, that is judgment-free, that is unbiased, that can hear you out. And it being Mental Health Awareness Month is the time, if it's been on your mind, to give it a try. Celebrate May Mental Health Awareness Month and the power of talking out in therapy. Talkspace is offering every listener of The Read $80 off your first month with promo code SPACE80. When you go to Talkspace.com slash read to match with a licensed therapist today, go to Talkspace.com slash read to get $80 off your first month with the code SPACE80. And to show your support for the show, that's Talkspace.com slash R-E-A-D code S-P-A-C-E-8. Zero. Go get some help. Talk some stuff out. Let's get back to the show. Okay, we're back to the show here. And do you want to read a letter? I only have one more. Um. Yes, I can. Let's see here. So, um, I think I'm gonna do this one from from. Oh, God. Sorry. I was going to read it, and then I was like, did she ask to be left anonymous? I so just made up names for everyone except the first one. Okay, so I'm going to call her Maya, because I've been watching a lot of Girlfriends lately. Oh, fun. And Maya says, I'm just going to get down the facts. I found out in my late 20s that the man who I thought was my dad was, in fact, not my dad. Oh, wow. And my biological father is Black and Native American. I am the product of an affair that my white mother had in grad school. To say that this revelation was the face crack of the century isn't an un- is an understatement. And before you ask, yes, I am in therapy because this is a lot to unpack. Oh, that's good. I'm in my late 30s working in academia, and mostly I have conquered a lot of my demons. My biological dad and I have had a great relationship, and my aunties and cousins have welcomed me with open arms. However, I definitely still struggle with identity. A lot of my oldest friends do not know about my complicated family situation. And really, it's not the kind of thing that you make a Facebook post about. I'm really not sure how to address everything or if it is even any of anybody's damn business. Another thing I struggle with is the fact that I can pass for white and how even among other black people, I feel like an imposter because I did not grow up in the community, but with my bigoted Russian Greek family instead. Wow. Yikes. So far, the only people in that part of my family who know about my true parentage is my mother, obviously, and my little brother. And I know the rest of my maternal family would probably reject me. I'm not interested in dealing with their mess at this time. My question to you is this. How do I navigate all this and continue to discover and honor my black and indigenous heritage in an authentic way? All my love, Maya. Wow. Um, mm-hmm. Going through a lot. I mean... 
I don't know. Like, I think that it, it's sensible. It's understandable for you to want to, uh, like make an effort to fill that, you know, hole in your life or whatever. You know what I'm saying? That was a stupid way to say what I'm trying to say. But like, I understand that, you know, you want to like make up for this thing that was, this was kept from you and like honor your, uh, heritage, your race, Mm -hmm. uh, and that's that's understanding. I just don't feel like you need to like. I I just like I think you should just go at your own pace. Um, try to find resources specifically online, uh, where dialogue, uh, like this is like for like people in a similar situation as yourself, um. Where that's taking place, you know, like try to find resources of of people, whether they are black people, multiracial people, who can sort of, I guess, hold your hand in a sense. Mm. Um, just kind of, you know, be like, I feel like you're you're gonna want to, you know, find some people in the community who you can lean on and who you can uh, like trust to hear you out. Um, I don't think that that's going to be as difficult as you might think it is. Like you finding one in your immediate person somewhere in your town or whatever, maybe not. Um, especially with you know the panorama, but <laughs> right. There's surely a clubhouse for this, <laughs> so our clubhouse room or whatever. Um, mm, not on time, but I just <laughs> I literally cannot do clubhouse. <laughs> Girl, let me tell you something. Nobody can. Because all of the girls are on Clubhouse to be on Clubhouse. <laughs> I'm on that bitch and I like everybody that I know on that motherfucker don't do shit on there. Like it's like maybe three people that I've seen on, yeah. on Clubhouse that like actually use it. Anyway, that's no pointless. neither here nor there, right? <laughs> yeah, it's really so but yeah, I think that there are probably like groups that you can find uh likely other listeners of the show even will probably be in our mentions on the show's mentions like hey follow this facebook group or we've got a such and such you know what i mean because the scary part about it is that you have this bigoted white family that you say would possibly like she didn't say disown but she said shun or like they would do something to her yeah they would be raggedy about and it's just like first of all girl like your child did this like i didn't make myself you yeah. know what I'm saying? i have no, <laughs> no damn affair like i didn't choose to be the race that i am or have the background that i do so the fuck you mad at me for um yeah that's very real because like again <laughs> i didn't choose this life for myself like the fuck? What are you? <laughs> you can't and really also, be mad at me for that. Racism, really? <laughs> like, like, just also, just like side note in general. Yeah, uh, there is that. But yeah, I think that yeah, finding like a place, friends, or even just some sort of connection where you can uh, talk about this, explore, and feel accepted. Because yeah, there are going to be people that are going to make you feel. Um, 
Like you don't belong on either side or any side of whatever your race may be. Um, Mm -hmm. But that's not everyone. And I just think that you're going to need someone to be like, to listen to you be like, so my mama is tripping, my uncle, my auntie, they said this and that. And I had to try so hard not to punch her in her eye. (laughs) Like, you know, you're (laughs) going to need someone to like light a blunt with. I'm assuming as well here. And, um, you know, chit chat and just talk about how whiteness is the worst. Yeah. And there are probably honestly lots of other mixed people who can relate in one way or another. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I agree with everything um, Kim Fury said. The only thing I would add on is that you mentioned that you pass for white. Mm-hmm. Um, and because you were raised to believe that you were white anyway, I would say approach all the learning you're about to do with a giant fucking tablespoon of salt. Like you need to make sure that you're not centering yourself and other people's conversations about their experiences and all that. Because as somebody who was not only raised as white, but passed for white, you have a level of privilege that your other brothers and sisters who are mixed with black or indigenous, you know, American or whatever else don't have. Because most people don't have that. They don't have the experience of being raised as white and also passing for white. So I would just, if I were you, I would be super careful about the spaces I go into, make sure I'm not talking over other people and their experiences. Um, But also your experience is valid. So, you know, you need to find a place where it's safe for you to share that without you shitting on people who have had struggles that you don't relate to. And also, you know, just remember that if your biological father is black and indigenous American, then you are that nobody can take that from you. Yes. Now, whether your experience is of somebody who lives as a black person in America is totally different. People may not treat you like you're black, but you are still black and that's a tough place to be in, but that's your responsibility to navigate. Yes. You just have to remember that. Like, can't nobody tell you that you're not that because you are that and you have to reckon with being lied to about your actual heritage and realizing all that now as an adult and coming to terms with who your father is and what your identity means. Like you have to come to terms with all of that. But you also have to keep in mind, like the way you are perceived is still different from everybody else. Yes. But that doesn't take away that you are who you are and your experience is what it is. And your experience is just as valid as anybody else's. Right. So you should feel free to express that and talk about that as long as you're not shitting on nobody else or trying to make it seem like somebody is wrong for not having an experience that mirrors yours. Right. Your story, I think, is pretty unique. Like you're far from the only person. But most people cannot relate. To, to something like this this is this is like a massive identity shift for a lot of people for who you thought was your father to be somebody else and then for that somebody else to be a totally different race like girl most yeah. of us cannot relate <laughs> so yeah. i would say take time for yourself find a therapist make sure that you come to terms with your identity in a safe way where you don't hurt other people she said she was in therapy didn't she oh i'm sure she did this was your letter, yeah. right? Oh, no, I, I read no, it. No. <laughs> but I could remember another letter. At this no, point. no, no. She definitely said, I am in therapy because this is a lot to unpack. So, yeah. Yeah. Uh, stay in therapy. If your mother's family rejects you, that's their bad. They literally don't deserve you. 
Right. Um, and yeah, take care of yourself without hurting other people. I think that is my biggest advice for you. And good luck. Because I, yes. I literally, again, you're asking two niggas who have always known they were niggas. <laughs> I mean, it's never no. been no doubt about that for me. <laughs> it was also shouted directly into my eyeballs <laughs> since birth. So from the very beginning, okay, I grew up in the fucking country. It was very yeah. black and very country where I come from. So it was never up for um, debate at any point. I was never light enough to pass for anything but black. My parents mm. and all my family, nobody was anything but black. And therefore, it was just never even a thought. So yeah, you have, my a, fam- you have a different identity than we do. My parents, black and immigrants. So yes, you have that fun combo. <laughs> my, they're all, my whole life, <laughs> I got the, um, the daddy pope. Olivia's daddy. Yes. Twice as hard. You need to work thrice as hard as these mm, white people gotcha. if you want half of anything. And damn it, when you get that half, you better bring me half of that. So get to work. Yes. I'll never forget my parents gave me that speech the summer before my senior year started when we was on our way back to Oklahoma from the family reunion in Paris. Paris, Texas. Most right. of y'all do not know there is a Paris, Texas. Okay. Of course, we were not in Paris, France. You had me fucked up if you think we was that classy. <laughs> we drove down to Paris, Texas. <laughs> Fun. Had our family reunion, and they gave me that whole, you got to be twice, thrice, quatorce, whatever it is. You got to be way, you got to try way harder than these white people to get right. half as far. So, you know, best of luck to you. However, when it comes right down to it, you are still perceived in this world as white. So you have a privilege that the rest of us don't have. And you should be mindful of that. Yes. All right. Um, I will bail on the last letter. And instead, I will give you two t- tiny. Uh, I don't know if these are reads or pet peeves, but they're both very short. Okay. First one. I'm not even sure if I know how I want to say this. Um, People from other countries and their ability to speak English or how well they can speak English has nothing to do with their intellect. Um, Mm. I just... There are people who think that because someone does not speak or understand English well, it's, you know, a second or third language for them or whatever the fuck. Y'all automatically assume because they cannot communicate with you in English that they're not very smart, Mm -hmm. even though most of these people are way smarter than your dumb ass. (laughs) Like, you got an education here. So, like... Congrats, sister. Slow down. <laughs> so, I mean, that's something that I would like for uh, people to to consider, especially uh, in the fiery times we're currently in. Uh, and then also, a lot of y'all have a, a habit of um, sicking us on people. And you'll say things like... Uh, you better get your girl or you uh, come get your, your your little friend or something like that. 
Girl. <laughs> the day or maybe yesterday or the day before, someone was in our mentions talking about get your girl. And I clicked on it and it was this story about, oh God, I can't remember this man's name. Who's our girl? Um, <laughs> The actor, this actor who was on Heroes, an old, I think, NBC show, and Ali Lauder played his wife. Ali Lauder is this white woman. I don't even know if I can think of a movie that she was in. That Ali Lauder is the Doritos girl. Doritos? She was in a Doritos commercial. That's where I know her from. She was in movies after that? <laughs> <laughs> she was in several. Oh no, I know Allie Larder as the white girl from the Doritos commercial. I know her as the white girl from Final Destination One and Two, and then later Heroes. Oh, I've seen Final Destination, but I did not know that was her. You've seen Final Destination? Uh, and I was horrified, nigga. I said, "You niggas Word. better never take me to nothing else like this again in my I life." Love Final Destination. I have always been afraid of driving behind eighteen wheelers. And when them fucking logs or whatever slid off the back oh, of the Oh, so you truck, saw the second one. Yes, I did. And that fucked me up. I said, nah, I'm okay. not looking at no more of these. I don't know. Maybe an unpopular opinion. Final Destination 2 is way better than the first one. And I, sequels typically don't work that way. I but was horrified, so I don't was know. It grotesque. <laughs> it was so awful. And oh, I almost spoiled it. Girl, that movie came out Spoiled, right? <laughs> <laughs> The fact that they killed her character in the second one, I lived for. No, Even disgusted. though she's not an unlikable character. Mm-mm. They were like, you made it the first time, bitch, but this one, you're going. Also, Kyle no. from Living Single was in Final Destination, too. Oh, uh, was he? Yep. Fun fact. Well, anyway, that, that I Ali Lauder. But it was too scary for me. <laughs> Ali Lauder was on this show, Heroes. And um, let me find this actor's name. He apparently, I don't know if he did an interview recently or something like that, but he was talking about prejudice that he experienced on the set. And I believe that her name was involved in it as, I guess, one of the people that um, were being racist or bigoted. Mm, But anyhow, again, he, um, Leonard Roberts, that's his name. He, um... Was in our mentions and was like, get your girl. So I clicked on a link and I read it and I was like, who the fuck is he talking about? Yeah, I, again, the Doritos girl. <laughs> who is our girl? And he said, Ali Lauder's prejudice ass. And I, I responded and I said, <laughs> what exactly makes you think that have we ever talked you know we about don't know woman? like she's the doritos girl I, why would you ever think she was our girl like what have that i ever bland mentioned ass white woman i really think you would go through every episode of this show and we would have never brought her up because who cares like, i don't think that we have ever talk- I mean, this we ever talked about heroes. <laughs> like but anyhow first of all aside even if even if she was, oh shit. there's just something off-putting for me when people are like, you better get your girl. You better just, like, I'm not a German shepherd. Crystal is not a dachshund. Like, no. neither one of us are your dog. So you're just not going to sick me. You can be like, hey, girl, you seen this? Ooh, hope this is a read this week. 
hey child like this person really needs to be dragged mm-hmm. but there's just something about the wording of you need to get your like I can't text no goddamn uh, mulatto I don't know these goddamn <laughs> children I understand what you're and, saying I feel like people don't even think about it like that though I think they just you know you know they're not they're just they tweet us fun. like they would they friends or whatever but it's like yeah. I, I literally don't know you like that and it sounds like you ordering me to do something and that yeah, don't sit right like, with me <laughs> Like, girl, I haven't even ate today. Like, are you just coming at me real spicy? Talking about I, I got to go get somebody else, girl. I can't even get me. Fuck you mean go get her. I don't even know this bitch. Like, I can't even think of more than two things she has ever done. Yeah. And both of those things were years ago. I keep coming like, back to Doritos, girl. So, yeah. It was, at least if you're going to hit me with the come get your girl thing, let it be somebody that, Let it like, be Beyonce. I actually fuck. Right. Somebody I love. Right. Um, even that. But anyway, that's it for me. I just wanted to say those two very quick things and I'm finished. Okay. Well, I also really quickly for my read this week wanted to talk about Skylar Mack. Do you know who Skylar Mack is? No. Skylar Mack is an 18 year old student from the suburbs of Atlanta, Georgia. Um, she is a student at Mercer University. This isn't Ali Lauder. Uh, well, she looks like <laughs> Ali Lauder because Ali okay. Lauder, if that's even her name, looks like every white woman. But mm. um, this little girl, Skylar Mack, decided to carry her ass to the Cayman Islands. Little girl. Okay, I'm sorry. Technically, adult woman. Oh no, I thought that I forgot you said 18. Yeah, this girl's. This isn't a 35-year-old woman? Oh, well, you know, she is white, so you have to take that into account. Like, she does look like okay. a soccer mom, right. no, but no, she is 18. That's fine. Okay. Right. So, right. she uh, decided to carry her ass to the Cayman Islands to <laughs> uh, witness her boyfriend compete in a jet ski competition. That is not a lie. In the fuck a what? Excuse black me? <laughs> No, she has a 24-year-old boyfriend named Vanjay Ramgeet, who was in the Cayman <laughs> Islands for a jet skiing competition. This is the whitest suburban the hills shit I've ever heard. Yes. So the day before Skyler decided to break quarantine, the Cayman Islands had decided to pass legislation that increased the punishment on people who decided to break oh, COVID-19 God. protocols. That means oh <laughs> that when Skylar Mack decided to lie about agreeing to quarantine for 14, for 14 days and instead called them people to make sure they loosened her armband and then took it off altogether to go to the jet skiing competition where she then did not wear a mask and did not socially distance herself. See, that's just because of these apps, because of these actions. <laughs> Skylar Mack was sentenced to four months in jail. (laughs) Oh, no, that's oh, (laughs) so sad. Yes, in fact, she and her boyfriend were initially um, sentenced to something extremely light. It was like, I think, $2,700 fine. Or something like that. And um, Skylar then paid the fine out of her savings account. And her her grandmother made sure that we knew that she pretty much wiped out her whole savings by doing that. To which I say, 
I cannot name one Negro 18-year-old who has $3,000 in their savings account who was not born rich. I cannot. I cannot. That is an absurd amount of money for a teenager to have at their personal disposal. $3,000 cash. Mm-hmm. Do you have any idea how much baby fat I would have been wearing? I'm just saying mine went to place. So for you to be like she and and her family has said, you know, we know she made a mistake and we know she should have to pay for it. We just feel like it's too stringent and all this. I honestly agree with the attorneys in the Cayman Islands who said if we let them get off with a fine, then other people like her will not be deterred from doing this because they will just pay the fine and then go off and do whatever they want to do. And that is evident in the United States of America where Again, this girl is from because people (laughs) here will just violate the rule, pay the fine and continue to kill others. So if you want them to stop killing others, you might want to show them that fat meat is greasy, meaning that if you violate our laws, we will fry your ass the fuck up. That's why this bitch is in jail right now. Now, of course, the family then wrote to Trump asking for help again. They are from. Oh, my God. The fucking burbs. I'm sure that they're Trump supporters and Trump Damn. might even do what he can in the in these last few weeks to get this girl out of jail. But I just want to say thank you to the Cayman Islands for not only arresting this stupid, pretentious, audacious bitch. Because she got all the fucking nerve. And if it was a black girl who went over there and disobeyed them people's rules and got locked up, you can guarantee wouldn't nobody be advocating for her right now. So I will say the fact that y'all locked up little Miss Blondie, I don't have no problem with that. It's four months in jail. She's 18 years old. I think that I don't. As long as she is not personally violated in there, I don't care. I really don't. Because y'all got all the nerve in the world. They told you. You agreed when you landed that you would stay at the house. You left to go watch your nigga ride a fucking jet ski. And you know, her dad (laughs) is a professional jet skier. So he's lost endorsements from the backlash. A professional excuse me? Again, white people can be rich doing the dumbest shit. But you decided to break the rules. Is there a jet ski, Lee? You agreed that you would stay in isolation for 14 days. You did not do it. Your man helped you escape. Therefore, the both of you are in trouble. And I don't care. They can keep you for every minute of those four months. And I will not care because I'm tired of rich people or people who don't even think they rich but when you go out to these islands all of a sudden you rich I'm tired of privileged people going off to these places that depend on tourism dollars not tourists cause fuck you they depend on the money girl they don't give a fuck about you and so they tolerate what they can and y'all come over to their islands spreading all this fucking disease because you Americans and you don't give a fuck no I don't care keep that bitch in jail and let anybody else know who plan on going to the Cayman Islands and breaking the rules we will throw your ass in jail too quit fucking playing with us it's a goddamn pandemic niggas is dying it's at least 300,000 Americans there from this shit When are y'all going to take it seriously? 
Did she say, is this her, her grandma or her mama? Gianne is her grandma. And she probably... Well, her, the- grandma, <laughs> her grandma looked like she got a Ronald Reagan tattoo on her back. <laughs> <laughs> so, that tells you everything. Yeah. I cannot believe that this is not a 40-year-old woman. Yeah. Are you sure? I promise you, that girl is 18 years old. And so... Okay, she looks kind of young in this picture, but this also looks like an old picture. It's probably a picture of her from sophomore year or something. You know, they age very rapidly, but... I cannot believe she's not The point remains, even though her grandma's favorite movie is Top Gun, I don't have (laughs) no grace for this little girl. I don't. I really wish I could. But people exactly like her are in the States killing black and brown people every damn day who don't have no choice but to go to work because the government don't give a fuck about them. They doing the same thing to niggas here at home that they doing to niggas abroad. So no, I don't feel bad for her. I'm not even going to lie. Like Initially, I was going to be like, damn, that's like, fuck, that's kind of straight. But the point of of like, yeah, if we just slap her on the fucking wrist and say, pay this fine, what the fuck is this? Is, what would stop somebody the fuck else to do it? And somebody else and somebody else. And like, then are we actually helping anybody? Right. So, yeah, I get like, I love that you said <laughs> that meat is great. Like that I just, being country is just <laughs> so delicious. <laughs> like, it's, <laughs> It's just the best everything. Um, but, like, it's fucking true. Like, the people are going to have to start doing shit where it's like, I am going to make sure. Because, bitch, like, you couldn't even put a mask on when you got there, my nigga. Right. Like, what the you fuck? You went to the jet ski in competition and then didn't have a fucking mask on. And the family is like, well, the wristband was really hurting her. And we just, we don't want an exception to be made for her, but we don't want an exception to be made of her. Too damn bad! She shouldn't have brought her fucking ass over here. She violated their laws. And what the, what in the fucking Michael Bay is a jet ski <laughs> competition? Are you kidding me? <laughs> What in the slip and slide video are you fucking no, talking about? What in about? the Michael Bay? <laughs> a jet ski. Like, Leave me alone. I knew that they did that in like anime video games and shit, but I didn't know that the girls really race oh my God. jet ski professionally. They do. They and do. it runs in your blood. Your daddy do it too. <laughs> I ain't never heard no white shit like this in my life. Oh, yeah. And her boyfriend, like, in case you think she was the only one who got punished, no. He got in trouble as well. Plus, he is, he was disqualified from the jet ski competition. And he cannot compete in the first, I don't even know how many <laughs> matches next year. <laughs> Bitch, so you endanger yourself and others. <laughs> and the nigga lost because of that shit. They chopped him and banned him. Yep. And you niggas going to jail. Was it worth it, Audrina? <laughs> Was it worth it, Lauren? <laughs> I don't think you would do it again. But yeah, if anybody has to be made an example of, I'm not mad that it's a white girl. Oh, well. Like, y'all not even low with your shit. You really feel like you can go to other countries on top of that and be like, I don't give a fuck. Yeah. Kama said, yeah, well, we gonna get you there. Yeah. <laughs> like, and the problem is you left your country. You came over yonder. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Like, girl, like, this, this is not whatever mm-hmm. verb in Georgia you yep. say you're from. Like, girl, we're not playing with you. So. I say keep her ass till at least March 1st. 
As long as y'all not doing nothing crazy over there, I say keep her ass and let her suffer. I bet she won't do this dumb shit again. Let that be a message to the rest of the young, white, rich bitches trying to go somewhere. If they did that in Georgia or anywhere the fuck else in this country, when I tell you that the O-Phase would burn the jail down, <laughs> like, like, white people would never let that shit fly. They don't even like being politely asked to put a mask they on over not. this no, bitch. No, they do not. Cayman Island said, you're going to jail. <laughs> Don't make plans, bitch. We're keeping you. Oh, and again, not mad at it. So best well, of luck to the Cayman Islands. Well, amen. That's been a podcast. Yes, it has. That wraps up this week's episode of The Read. Don't forget to check us out at thisistheread.com. We are at This Is The Read all across social, social media. And I'm sure at this point it is impossible to get something in time for Christmas. But I think there is merch at shoptheread.com. Uh, oh, not entirely sure. There might be something left, but uh, well, if you've been, if you had your eye on something, maybe you can spend some of your your special Christmas money on a mm-hmm. hat or whatever. Oh God, not a twenty twenty one e planner. <laughs> some of the girls need that shit. Woo, I'm not planning shit, child. Don't talk to me till August. <laughs> like honestly, because <laughs> I just don't trust it. <laughs> I'm going to like FaceTime the fam when I know that the like the sorrel is officially being poured. Oh, the yeah, rum cake is out. Definitely. You know what I'm saying? Like I'm gonna FaceTime with them and then I am getting blasted out of oh, my yes. mind. Like, I'm talking about I have already started to bring in liquor for me. For me. <laughs> like, for me. Yeah. I'm getting Fucked up this weekend because it will be the first Christmas in the eight years since I moved away from home that I have not gone home to Miami with my family. Yeah. And girl, and I, and I hated having to tell them or whatever. And I'm glad that they understood and took it very softly because I would love to go home very badly, but I would also love my parents to be alive for as long as possible. Yeah. So choices. Huh, I understand because that's the same reason I'm not going home. It's just no way to get everybody on my mama's side of the family to efficiently quarantine. Like everybody has kids. It's like you're talking about managing 13 different households or something like that. And it's just <laughs> right. not possible. So I'm going to stay my ass here in New York. Lord willing, I will see them niggas next year. But yeah, I'm saying right. I will be watching all the black holiday movies that I can find on every streaming service. Oh, that's a good idea. Yeah, and drinking a lot of wine and smoking a lot of weed. (laughs) I will. And getting ready for the new year, meditating and all that shit. (laughs) Love to all of you who are also having the shittiest Christmas ever. Seasonal depression is kicking my ass mm. right now, especially with this fucking audacious blizzard that we just had last week or whenever, Don't and all of this started. dirty, disgusting ass frozen ice all over the place. It's <laughs> just mud and frozen, <laughs> just garbage. Like, yeah. it is like bad out here. People are in their fields already because of the way that the weather is turned up and stuff like that. On top of it, a lot of people are going to be boxed in, quarantined, whatever, for Christmas. Hang in there, bitch. 
It sucks out here. Try to find something to do to lift your spirits, FaceTime someone or whatever. You know, if you have dick in the house with you, enjoy it. Take advantage of it. (laughs) Or ass, pussy, titties, whatever it is that you like. Um, And yeah, good luck. Be well and be well to one another. And my moral of the story this week is um, Lady in the Streets, freaking the sheets. (laughs) It's a tired problematic and misogynistic saying, but I'm going to mind my cis male business. (laughs) Okay, we will see y'all next week. Emmy Award-winning John Mulaney presents Everybody's in L.A., a special run of six live episodes created by and starring Mulaney that'll stream live on Netflix during the Netflix is a Joke Fest. The comically unconventional show will feature special guests where John Mulaney explores the city of Los Angeles during a week when every funny person is in it. Watch John Mulaney Presents Everybody's in L.A., debuting May 3rd live at 7 p.m. Pacific Time, only on Netflix. Start clean with Clorox, because Clorox delivers a powerful clean every time. Because messes happen. Because... Hey, listen, remember how you told me to toss those takeout containers before we left for vacation? And you were like, I'm serious. If that leaks over the counter, it'll be a slimy abomination by the time I get back. And I was like, yeah, 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 of course. Don't worry about it. I won't forget. (laughs) Well. Ooh, yeah, that happens. So start clean with Clorox. Use Clorox products as directed. Rinse after use if in contact with food service.